Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, it is a baseball Monday, but a different kind of baseball Monday than we have had for the last 15 weeks. Not a baseball Monday where we are going to talk to the three head coaches in the state of Mississippi. Because one of them just got through working, and the other two are working right now. So they're a little busy, not going to join us this afternoon. But we are glad to be with you. About midnight last night, we had eight regional sites that were done. And so eight teams have advanced to a super regional. But the other eight sites had games that were being played on Monday. Now, in fairness, had there not been an issue with weather, uh, you would have had nine because Mississippi State, if things finished the way they did today, would have advanced as well. Right now, you got seven series that are, or seven regionals that are hanging in the balance. We've only got two super regional matchups that are set at this point. We'll get into that with you coming up in just a matter of minutes. First, though, we'll tell you for those of you that are listening, which may be a fairly small number right now, it's going to grow as the afternoon goes along. We're glad to have you along. You can join us on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad with you. The C Spire text line. Get ready for faster phones. C Spire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com. Mississippi State just finished up what was game one of potentially two on this Monday, and the Bulldogs said, no, there will not be a need for a second. We're going to make sure that Landon Sims sees to that as they finished it off with a one-run win over the Campbell Fighting Camels. And so Mississippi State advances to a Super Regional. They will host Notre Dame in Starkville next weekend. Ole Miss and Southern Miss are playing right now in Oxford. They're in the top of the second inning. And Ole Miss, like yesterday, got four runs in the first inning. Difference is yesterday they were the home team. They did that in the top of the first. And then Southern Miss answered with seven in the bottom of the first. Today Ole Miss is the home team. They put a zero up on the board in the top of the first inning. And then a couple of first-inning home runs to make it 4 to nothing over Southern Mississippi. With that, we say welcome, guys. Hope you had a great weekend. What's up? Running on fumes today, man. A lot of late nights, or just uh, uh, the boy well, not sleeping. A good, I mean, late nights, especially last night, and I couldn't go to sleep after. And hey, the best part is, 
like you said, probably a really limited audience right now, so it's okay that I bring up not baseball to start the show. I was up late watching soccer last night, and the game was so intense and electric, I couldn't go to sleep right away. It was like 1.45 by the time I actually fell asleep, and then, of course, James is up at 6 a.m., promptly at 6 a.m., <laughs> so that's about all the sleep I got. So, man, I was fired up. I was laying in bed, my heart was beating. I was like, that was, that was as electric of a soccer game as you can get, and that doesn't happen very often. And we got one. So I'm running on fumes, but I'm happy about it. There are a lot of Ole Miss fans that had trouble going to sleep last night, but it was for a different reason. It wasn't because they went home and watched soccer after a baseball game. It was because they had heartburn after Ole Miss's loss to uh, Southern Miss. Hey, Dad, thought Mississippi State was going to be playing yesterday, and then we got an, an announcement either early yesterday or late Saturday night. It may have been late Saturday night when they announced that only one game would be played yesterday. That was an elimination game between VCU and Campbell uh, because of weather concerns in the Starkville area. We're dealing with weather concerns yesterday and today and potentially tomorrow just with a lot of rain. And did, did that turn out to be the right decision yesterday in Starkville? I think so. It, it rained most of the day, and then they had, some, they had that window in, at night. I mean, they couldn't have started a game at what ten, eleven o'clock in, in Starkville. So yeah, I think I think they, it worked out just fine. Uh, you're able to get the game in today, and now you know it's it's over, and then State can move forward. So Mississippi State gets the win. They uh, they get a six to five victory over Campbell, and again, it was Landon Sims at the end that was shutting the door. It wasn't without a little bit of drama though in the ninth inning. Leadoff double ripped into the left center field gap. Runner, the uh, tying run got to third base, but then Sims was able to induce a ground ball uh, to get out of it. Two-hit day for Rowdy Jordan. He continues to just tear the baseball up. Two for three today for Tanner Allen. Two for five for Cameron James. Scored a couple of runs and drove in three. Had an early home run. Two-hit day for Logan Tanner. Brule had a hit. Brad Cumbest had a hit. Pretty good day offensively for Mississippi State in the win. Yeah, up and down the lineup, and that was sort of the story of the weekend. It State was able to get some uh, some production from everybody throughout the lineup, outside of maybe Logan Forsythe, who I don't think had a hit on the weekend. Uh, but beyond that, yeah, State did really well batting, uh, and that was sort of the difference in, in, in these games because you know uh, VCU, Campbell, Sanford, they all put some runs on the board. I think that what's uh, four, four, and five. So State had to find some runs. They couldn't just rely on their their starting pitching, which outside of Fristo today was really good, and then Harding, of course, was outstanding in relief. Jackson Fristo, the starter, a third of an inning. He gave up one hit, three earned runs, walked two, and it just didn't last long. But there was not a lot of patience for that either. Quickly went to Houston Harding, and he did a nice job. Five innings of work. He gave up a couple of runs, allowed three hits, walked a couple, but had ten strikeouts. Two-thirds of an inning to, I guess, finish off the sixth for Preston Johnson. And then it was hand the ball to number 23 and let him do the rest. And boy, did he. Landon Sims, three innings of work, two hits, four strikeouts in those three innings, and uh, was able to finish it off for Mississippi State. On the mound, outside of Fristo, pretty darn good day. Yeah, and Fristo, I think I think it's obvious he's just, if there's such a thing as a freshman wall, he has not only hit it, he may have uh, run into it uh, at full speed because he just did not have it today. Uh, and I don't know that I've ever seen Chris Limonis move faster than when he went to get uh, – Christo out of the game after the hit batsman. I mean, the ball hits Wait, the batter. Figuratively and, and or literally? Literally. Literally. <laughs> like, 
the ball hit the ball hits the batter, and you see the the, the maroon and white coming out of the dugout. It was Lamonis coming to get Fristo, and uh, just not a good start for him. But then Houston Harding does what he's been doing all year, and that's that's showing up. And and I think now at this point you sort of just have to go with him as your third starter. He's very reliable, um, obviously, but. You know, it's been sort of that out of the bullpen role. I just don't see how you can go to a, if you go to a game three with Notre Dame, that it could be anybody but Houston Harding getting that start. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that uh, that plays out. So, did did it matter yesterday that Mississippi State got an extra day of rest, just not having to play yesterday? I, I don't. Had think Landon so. Sims I mean, pitched prior to today? No, he had not. So, the only person who pitched prior was uh, Preston Johnson who threw an inning on Friday, who could have easily come back uh, regardless. So State didn't gain anything with, with the day, the extra day off. Price of poker goes up next weekend. Trip to Omaha hanging in the balance for Mississippi State, and they are playing a Notre Dame team that won their regional 50-5. to 50-5. They gave up five runs, and they scored 50 over the course of three games, and it was almost like there was a little case of the old red rear for the Fighting Irish that uh, thought that they deserved a national seed but did not get it. Yeah, I don't see how you can look at it any other way. It's obvious they were trying to to make a statement there, and then they made it. They made it. They showed that they definitely belonged in that top eight. But, you know, Mississippi State does as well, so this should be a really, really good uh, super regional, a team that's in really hot hitting versus one of the best pitching teams in the country. But State's bats are going pretty well right now, and Notre Dame's arms are going pretty good right now. Should be a really, really good matchup. Porky? Um, random note about Notre Dame. They play on sure. an exclusively turf field every inch. There is not one ounce of anything other than turf on the entire field, mound, everything. So that is same thing Vanderbilt does. Think that's the only field in the uh, Missouri. Did Vanderbilt maybe have that a dirt mound well? though, at least. No, no, they have a turf mound. Oh, wow. Okay. Vandy, Vandy is an all turf. Yes, Vandy is one hundred percent turf, and, and, and I feel I already felt a hundred percent confident in that. But my wife and I actually had a conversation about that last night. She's like, "Why is the mound shiny?" And I said, because the whole thing is turf. That's one of the things that Mississippi State fans complained about after the uh, the, the trip to Nashville early in the year, yeah. uh, talking about how ridiculous it was that there was no dirt anywhere on the field. I hate that. It's not a baseball field, but whatever. Do your thing. It's a little bit different in Indiana where it get it's hard to keep a field. Now, when NBC is paying you $15 million a year, and Under Armour's paying you $10 million a year, and Lord knows what the donors give to that athletic department. Um, you probably should be able to get a grass field there, but at least it makes more sense for a team in Indiana to go all turf because the beginning of baseball season is when it's still snowing there all the time. But yeah. like Austin, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee, n- n- no excuses. I think in Austin they've at least got dirt on the mound. They do. I'm not sure about Missouri. Missouri may have an entirely turf field, but again, that's one of those they colder don't. climates. Remember the the outfield is grass, but the infield is all turf. There's a line right past the infield hmm. where it goes from grass to turf. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Ole Miss leading four nothing over Southern Miss. Bottom of the second inning, runner on second, nobody out. Golden Eagles have already gone to the bullpen and brought Garrett Ramsey into the game. After Ben Etheridge got the start, Calvin Harris is batting with a full count right now 
for the Rebels. We'll keep you up to date throughout the course of the game, if for no other reason than our own sanity, uh, about Ole Miss and Southern Miss. We've got plenty of baseball to talk about. We'll look at what happened in all of the regionals over the course of the weekend. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Small business under siege. Annapolis, Maryland, site of the commencement ceremony for the Naval Academy. It was this past weekend and is usually a huge weekend for restaurants and bars. And with the coronavirus pandemic seemingly over in many people's minds, with the restrictions being pulled back, the customers were there, but not the employees. Brian Bolter owns the Red Red Wine Bar and Dry 85. We are struggling to fill all jobs that we have in this building, from back of the house to the front of the house, and it impacts customer service. People see open tables because we can't seat them. They're on a two-hour wait. The customer experience is terrible. It's harder on our employees, all because we cannot get people to come off the sidelines and work. Bolter says the big problem is generous unemployment benefits. Maryland right now is paying $35,000 a year for people to take the summer off. And so guess what? People are going to take the summer off. And we have jobs that pay that, and they're not taking them. And we have jobs that pay much more than that, and they're not taking those either. So if you're going to give an incentive for people to stay home and enjoy the summer, they're going to take it. Tushar Saxena, Fox News. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. As the summer approaches, a lingering gas crunch is making driving expensive. But don't let gas prices put a damper on your plans because there's ways to save at the pump. Like if gas stations allow it, the cash prices advertise without making the distinction apparent. And if you know the difference, head to the pump with some cash in hand. Another strategy is to pick one national chain that has stations everywhere. Open a credit card with that brand and make it your go-to service station. You can save much more this way. Also, use a gas app. Gas Buddy is the biggest and best known app for finding real-time prices, but there are others. The best way to save money on gas is to burn less of it, which you can do almost every time you drive with just some basic maintenance habits like travel lighter. Excess weight diminishes fuel economy, and more importantly, don't drive aggressively. Speeding and rapid starting and stopping are almost as bad for gas mileage as they are for your safety. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. The Magnolia State to the world. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi at supertalk.fm. the second inning in Oxford and things have come to a grinding halt, a lightning delay, 
It does not appear right now as if any rain is falling. They are covering the mound with a tarp. Ole Miss leading four to nothing over Southern Miss with a runner on second and one out, and Jacob Gonzalez at the plate with a three-one count, and then everybody just ran off the field. And this game may take a while. That they were originally trying to play at noon, and then it got pushed back to twelve thirty. And then it got pushed back to 1, and then they said there would be an update at 2 o'clock, and then they finally said first pitch at 2.30, which was 2.36 because of television. And we are now, what, 50 minutes roughly into the ball game, and the first delay has arrived. When you look at the radar, there is rain that is about to make its way through the Oxford area, and then there's a pretty decent window behind that. It feels like they're going to be able to finish this game, but it may take a while. So let's see here. Right now, looks like rain is coming and probably going to rain until about 4 or 4.30, and then probably have a window from 4.30 until about, oh, 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock. So there should be plenty of time to finish the game, but it may be a little bit of a start and stop for a while. And it's it's a real shame. I mean, Southern Miss has already made a pitching change, but Doherty looked really good. And yeah. it makes you wonder how long the delay is going to last, and if they're able to to put him out there again. Uh, because if not, that that really stinks. He was pitching really well for Ole Miss, and uh, they might have to whole staff it from here on out because of it. Yeah, and and don't you think that this game feels a little bit different than if it were Friday night in the SEC? I mean, if it looked like an hour into when you were going to start or 45 minutes into when you were going to start, there was going to be rain. And let's just say you had Doug Nikhazy going against, I don't know, Will Bednar, that both coaches would be like, hold on a second, it's a really bad idea. We don't need to play for 45 minutes knowing that there's weather coming that's probably going to stop the game. But given the fact that this was a day where, certainly for Southern Miss, you felt like they were going to use a bunch of arms. Ben Etheridge got the start, lasted an inning. And Jack Doherty wasn't going to go super deep into the game. But again, Borky, to your point with how he had pitched early, going two innings and giving up one hit and a strikeout and only throwing 29 pitches, you were thinking three, four, maybe five innings, depending on how things go. So, yeah, yeah, probably a little bit of a bummer there for Ole Miss. Definitely, especially with Southern Miss, as we've learned. Now, apparently they're all hands on deck and everybody is available. But you know it's different when, when you're in Game 5, or uh, or Game 4, I should say, and it changes things. I thought it was interesting. I heard it two different times today. They started the pregame show at noon on, on the radio, David Keller and Brad Henderson, and then they kind of went through their entire half-hour, 45-minute pregame show and played the pregame interview with Mike Bianco, and then they played it again at like you know two hours later. And I heard the second time Mike Bianco talking about the pitching, he said, everybody's available. He didn't say everybody with the caveat of everybody but Doug Nikhazy. He said, everybody's available. Which makes me think, if this game is close in, say, the sixth inning, it would not be a shock to see perhaps Doug Nikhazy make an inning or two appearance at some point in this ballgame. 
there is zero doubt in my mind that if the game is close, Doug Nikhazy will pitch today. Yeah, he's coming in. And I don't think it's it's some four-inning outing. No. But if you're counting outs and you're counting innings, you know you got to get 27 outs, and you've knocked six of those out, so you're down to 21 outs you got to get. If Jack Doherty's not able to come back into the game, you know, wh- where do they go next? I don't know. That's what makes this weather delay so unfortunate for them because, I mean, Broadway should be basically able to pitch to full capacity. He threw So he threw Friday and Saturday, and it was under 40 pitches combined. What, what was it like? Was it 20 and 15 or something like that? Give or take a couple. But it was yeah. under 40 pitches combined in two separate days, and now a day rest in between. So you would think that he could give you at least a couple of innings. And that's your best bullpen arm. I mean, and who knows if you consider running Derek Diamond out there, possibly. I think that's a possibility. I would guess that Tyler Myers is not available. Yeah, he went a long time. I mean, Mike Bianco said basically everybody's available. I, I would not think that you would run Tyler Myers back out after what he did yesterday. But um, we'll see. So, yeah, I mean, I think you could probably get a couple of innings from Taylor Broadway at the end. You could probably see Brandon Johnson again. You could see Jackson Kimbrell again. Um, I mean, Austin Miller's available. Hasn't pitched all weekend. <clears throat> Neither has so, uh, no, I'm Psycho sorry. I, West Burton. Yeah, I was kind of being facetious when I said. I, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so you got games going on right now across the country. Let's uh, let's check the scoreboard and uh, get up to date with what's happening as we look around. Obviously, Ole Miss and Southern Miss in a weather delay with Ole Miss leading four to nothing, batting in the bottom of the second with one out. Oregon State and Dallas Baptist are playing right now. DBU trying to advance to a super regional. That's a good program, and it's been a good program for a while. And TCU got bounced out of their own regional. Let, let's just stop for one of the storylines that is out there just for a second because either Dallas Baptist or Oregon State is going to win that regional and because either Old Dominion or Virginia is going to win the Columbia-South Carolina regional. That game gets started in a little over half an hour. You're going to have a super regional in a ballpark that does not have a home team in it. TCU and Columbia, Fort Worth and Columbia were paired. And Old Dominion is playing Virginia for the regional title. Oregon State, Dallas Baptist playing each other for the regional title. And so either Fort Worth, what is it, Lupton Field, or Founders Park in Columbia, South Carolina, will be hosting a super regional between some combination of those four teams. Aaron Fitt talked about this on Twitter yesterday. About This was one of those times where somebody at the NCAA needed to be like, yeah, but you know what? Things have changed a little bit, so let's adjust. Everything I'm hearing is that is not going to happen. There's not going to be an adjustment. We can't just do that. There is a, uh, one of the producers from ESPN who jumped into a, a Twitter thread with Aaron Fitt last night was like, yeah, there are a few more moving parts. You can't just, uh, we can't just change it on the fly. Well, I got news for you. That's crap. That is crap. And I'm tired of hearing excuses from the NCAA. 
Uh, well, frankly, did he, did I'm tired of hearing excuses from ESPN carrying the NCAA's water. Did he provide a reason other than it just doesn't work that way? Did, did he expound at all? Because No, no. I mean, they're not even flying broadcast teams into the game. Yeah. Nope. So, I mean, you just you got to get a couple cameras. Not there. doing it That's for the Super Regionals either. Originally they were, and then it was the announcers were told earlier this weekend that they would not be traveling for Super Regionals. It's just been so successful. I mean, they yeah, really do a great it. job of conveying the feeling in the ballpark. The guy from Starkville talking about how they don't cook in the outfield anymore. That was fantastic. Jeez. And it's little things well, like... And, and, Go ahead, Borky. Sorry. It's little things like the the color analyst calling the Mississippi State game multiple times. A ball was sit up in the air, and from the angle, the only angle that you get on the monitor, looks like it's a bomb. And he would go, oh, wow, something like that. And it would be a lazy fly ball, a can of corn. 15 steps in front of the wall. But because that's the only visual you have, you have no perspective that, okay, that ball stayed in the yard. Stuff like that. I mean, it's evident. Isaiah Thomas... It's a grand slam last night for Vanderbilt in the 11th inning, and it was crushed down the left field line. And the announcer had no idea whether it was fair or foul. And so what should have been a great call, grand slam in a bottom of the 11th, blah, 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 he doesn't know. He doesn't know if it's fair or foul because he's not there. Steve Lennox is doing the regional in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Probably never been to Fayetteville, Arkansas. How are you going to convey the scene at Baum Stadium, which is one of, based on the teams that are hosting regionals, it is one of the three ridiculously spectacular atmospheres. You got that in Fayetteville, Starkville, and Oxford. Those are the three spots this weekend that had just off the charts. And listen, I'm not making light of what they had in Knoxville. It was great. Not late, making light of what they had in Greenville, North Carolina. You cannot convey what it's like in the ballpark when you're sitting in your basement or in your home office on a Zoom call watching games on computer screens. And, and I feel bad for these guys. I really do. I promise you, with the exception of maybe one announcer who is wildly lazy and is not even doing a regional, but we will be hearing from him in the postseason, they all want to be in the ballpark. You think Kyle Peterson wants to be sitting in his house in Omaha, Nebraska, doing Ole Miss and Southern? They said Anytime they would bring it up, they sounded miserable that they weren't there. You think Ben McDonald's glad to be sitting in his house in Denham Springs, Louisiana, instead of at the ballpark in Eugene, Oregon? It's just so stupid and lazy and cheap. In a world full of noise, finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. Teenagers in Oklahoma who looked out for a friend make today's Dean's List. Price Jackson and Kieran English from Muskogee, Oklahoma, went out of their way to check on fellow student Madison Moore, who has Down syndrome. Starting in kindergarten, Price and Kieran made a point to eat lunch or walk with her if they saw that Madison was alone. During field trips, they would stand by her side or even hold her hand. They say they don't see Madison as someone with challenges. She's family. 
And as a thank you for helping their daughter out all of these years, Madison's dad posted a photo on social media of all of the friends at their high school graduation. The caption read, These two fine young men have watched out and have been friends with my daughter since kindergarten. Kieran says if we had a world full of people like Madison, it would be a better place. She has overcome so much and is an inspiration. Thank you to the three musketeers, Price, Kieran, and Madison. You all made the Dean's List. Janice Dean, Fox News. From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, you'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, you'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Mondays at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. As the summer approaches, a lingering gas crunch is making driving expensive. But don't let gas prices put a damper on your plans because there's ways to save at the pump. Like if gas stations allow what the cash prices advertise without making the distinction apparent. And if you know the difference, head to the pump with some cash in hand. Another strategy is to pick one national chain that has stations everywhere. Open a credit card with that brand and make it your go-to service station. You can save much more this way. Also, use a gas app. Gas Buddy is the biggest and best-known app for finding real-time prices, but there are others. The best way to save money on gas is to burn less of it, which you can do almost every time you drive with just some basic maintenance habits, like travel lighter, excess weight diminishes fuel economy, and more importantly, don't drive aggressively. Speeding and rapid starting and stopping are almost as bad for gas mileage as they are for your safety. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Beef packing companies are seeing record profits, and Mississippi beef producers are frustrated. Andy Berry with the Mississippi Cattlemen's Association and the Mississippi Beef Council explains why. That doesn't translate down to the farmer getting that money back. We're price takers, and when we have a product that's ready to go, uh, when that animal gets ready to be harvested, it's ready. You can't hold it another month or six months. They're ready. He says getting the profit back down to the producer is a big issue due to a bottleneck of packing capacity. There's four major companies that have the majority of that wrapped up, and they can pretty well set the prices where they're at. Barry told us there's a Department of Justice investigation underway stemming from beef packer margins during the pandemic. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Delbert Hoseman, your lieutenant governor, a COVID survivor, and a vaccination recipient. The National Guard continues to administer the vaccine to thousands of Mississippians. Let's honor them and protect our families and our friends. Visit HealthyMS.com for more information. Paid for by friends of Delbert Hoseman. When you listen to Super Talk, you hear our team working for you. Great information. Drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk Mississippi. Now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals. Existing C Spire customers. New C Spire customers. Mm-hmm. You might be saying, existing and new customers? That's everybody. 
And we agree. That's why we call them the Everybody Deals. So whether you're a new or existing ceasefire customer, get an Everybody Plan and make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. <laughs> ceasefire. New and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to ceasefire.com for details. This is Michael Watson, your Mississippi Secretary of State. This Tuesday, June 8th, is our Municipal General Election Day. Please remember to bring your ID, and don't forget, if you don't vote, you don't have a voice. Get to the polls this Tuesday and make sure your voice is heard. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. They are in a lightning delay, maybe a little bit of rain. I didn't even look outside during the uh, break to see if it's actually raining right now at Oxford. It was not when they put a halt to the uh, baseball game between Ole Miss and Southern Miss. game is in the bottom of the second inning. Ole Miss is the home team. Rebels scored four runs in the bottom of the first. They've got a runner at second, and Jacob Gonzalez at the plate with nobody out and a 3-1 count whenever play resumes this afternoon slash evening in Oxford. We were looking at some of the results for you got games going on right now, and you have games that are going to get started later tonight. So here's the schedule. Oregon State leading Dallas Baptist 1-0 in the second. In the third, South Alabama leading South Florida one to nothing. That is in Gainesville. Boy, Florida. Woo! They were awful this weekend. Lost their opening game to South Florida and then got boat raced and then some by South Alabama. There was an element of if a tree falls in the forest and no one is there to hear it, does it make a sound? happening at the new spectacular Florida ballpark. $65 million for nobody to come and watch postseason baseball. And I mean, it's just embarrassing, isn't it? I mean, I know they played early on Friday, but guess what? They chose to play early on Friday and have nobody at the game. There was a, uh, a great rant from some Tampa Bay TV guy. You want to uh, hear it? He just... If you've got it queued up, yeah, it, it is a good minute of, of, of TV year. Go this ahead. is uh, this is Ben Murphy. Richard, this is hilarious. I laughed so hard when I heard this. But he's spot on, too. Yeah. Ben Murphy of WTSP in Tampa. Wake-up call for Florida baseball, Florida sports, their fans, or lack thereof. Florida baseball was the unanimous preseason number one coming into the season. Every outlet, everywhere. I guess when you have that much smoke blowing up your tail, it's really hard to walk. 
or catch a baseball. Pushing 70 errors this season, double digits more than the national title team had in 2017. Their season comes to a close after losing to South Alabama. It happens. It's baseball. What shouldn't happen? Building a $65 million stadium, which I'm sure many in Tampa helped fund and have this, this, be the crowd that shows up to a postseason game. Got a text from someone at the game that said the South Alabama fans were actually louder than the home fans in orange and blue. Hmm. They're doing the Gator Chomp in Gainesville. People from South Alabama. This is what college baseball should look like and does around in the SEC. Meanwhile, the state school in Florida has a sleepwalking fan base for a team that's doing much of the same. How about that? When he, said, <laughs> when he says that this is what college baseball should look like, it's a picture of uh, of Swayze with the beer shower happening. It's crazy. I mean, he, <laughs> that felt a little too invested. I think somebody's uh, inner fan was coming out on that one, which I'm fine with because Lord knows it's happened to me. But I don't think that guy's just a neutral observer. He's just telling the truth. Yeah, he is telling the truth at the same time. You're correct. David and McComb on the C Spires text line says, wonder if the O'Sullivan to LSU rumor had anything to do with Florida's regional performance. Yeah, you let's talk about that. Do you want to? We can. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. I mean, I've seen people tiptoe around it more so than actually straight up talk about it, but it sounds like He's obviously a candidate for the job and one heck of a baseball coach. But there's a but there that might stop them from hiring him, which would then, you know, the timing of this isn't ideal, of course, because Ole Miss is literally sitting in the dugout right now waiting to play for their shot at a Super Regional, but which would make a Bianco candidacy more legitimate than some people expect it to be. Look, I think it's dangerous to really get into the speculation of what's out there. I'll just tell you, there was a newspaper article that outlined a really, really ugly and messy domestic situation in the state of Florida that included... um, a note left behind for a wife that said she would have to live with the disaster for the rest of her life, and there was a murder-suicide rolled into it. And you say, what in the world does that have to do with Kevin O'Sullivan? Maybe nothing. Maybe nothing. But Kevin O'Sullivan is casually mentioned in that newspaper story as a, quote, friend of the family, close quote. It's almost like it's out of place in the story, but the writer decided to stick that in there because of rumor and innuendo that is going around. And and that's basically, I mean, I don't feel comfortable going any farther than that. I mean, if you've read message boards or, you know, I've talked to baseball people, you you may be connecting the dots or, or figuring other things out on your own. That's just kind of telling you what was in that newspaper article. Uh, I had not seen that. I was at the SEC baseball tournament and was um, sitting next to a writer, and we were talking about the um, the LSU opening, and 
you know, mentioned O'Sullivan's name, and the writer goes, nah, I don't know about that. And he showed me the story. And it's kind of like, wow. I had a very similar experience. So, so, even if that's not it, there very clearly is a but associated with it. Regardless of what it is, a but exists. Well, th- this is just from talking to a bunch of different people and kind of gathering. And we're, we're separating from the Kevin O'Sullivan story. Heck of a ba- baseball coach. Absolute heck of a baseball coach. He's taken Florida to seven, what, they've won seven Super Regionals in 14 years. Won a national championship, played for another one. There's no question he's done an exceptional job as the head baseball coach at the University of Florida. Let's, let me tie this to LSU if I can. I'm hearing from more people that LSU is really, hey, Dad, roll your eyes if you will, really getting concerned about what may be coming from the NCAA. In in the combination of football and basketball lumped together, this IARP process that is seemingly never-ending. By the way, if you're looking for somebody to have sympathy for an NCAA investigation that never seems to come to an end, you're not going to find it here. But this investigation seemingly never is coming to an end in Baton Rouge, and there are more and more people tied to LSU who are more concerned than they have been at any point in this process about how it, how bad it may be. And as a result, LSU is looking for the squeakiest of squeaky clean with this hire in baseball. And it may cause them to opt out on some really good, really highly thought of coaches. Like I've even heard people speculate that not because of anything they've done, NCAA-related or otherwise, that neither Tony Vitello nor Cliff Godwin, and I'm not sure that I believe this, but neither Tony Vitello nor Cliff Godwin are as attractive a candidate as they could be simply because they are single. I mean, that does sound crazy and hard to believe, but the school is not only just dealing with an NCAA issue. They've got Title IX issues, I mean, breathing down their neck also. Yeah. I mean, that, that can't be overstated. Yeah, I mean, we got to get somebody on this week. We got to we, we wanted to do it last week, and they were all traveling to uh, to Oregon for this regional. But we got to have somebody on who covers LSU. We got to go deeper yeah. into this because this is this is an incredible story that that seems to be unfolding. Which well, and look, here's the thing: you've now got three high level jobs open, and one of them is open within the last half hour. Obviously, LSU and Texas A and M are open, and now Arizona State is open as well. They just fired their coach. Seven seasons. A lot of the national writers that are talking about this are looking at it and they're saying, a year ago, Arizona State was primed to make a deep run. That was a loaded ball club. It had been kind of a slow build. They kind of had to scrap their way into the postseason. Didn't have a great postseason this year, and they're done. And they just hired their head coach, Tracy Tracy Smith. Is that right? I believe that's correct. Who's in Indiana before. 
Yeah. He was actually the guy who was uh, succeeded by Lamonis. There you go. That's exactly right. So that's another elite job. Different type job than what we're talking about with LSU and Texas A&M, but a big job nonetheless. We'll continue this conversation. Interesting stuff happening in the college baseball world. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. They are in a weather delay trying to resume at 3.55. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is ground zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now. Take a pause. Cringe alert. We're talking blood-sucking parasites. No, no, not politicians. We are talking about deer ticks. Researchers say much of the U.S. is going to see a bumper crop of ticks this year because there was so much rain over the spring. John Oliver with the University of Minnesota School of Public Health says they were creeping up as early as March in Minnesota, a time and place when ticks just aren't supposed to be around. We had those 70-degree days, and uh, we're able to find large numbers of adult deer ticks. Those deer ticks, of course, known to produce Lyme disease in humans and pets. These diseases, they're a lot more easily prevented than treated, you know, and so uh, prevention is the key. So you're going to want to slather on insect repellent with DEET and get a flea and tick preventative for your pets, or go hide in the basement. Take pause. Jill Nato, Fox News. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Fox on tech. Google is getting into the healthcare industry. The search giant struck a deal with a hospital chain to create health-focused algorithms that'll be built using patient records. Google is working with HCA Healthcare, which operates nearly 2,000 hospitals in 21 states, and the deal will give Google access to information from 32 million annual patient interactions. Both companies say the multi-year deal will have both Google and HCA engineers working together to develop algorithms to improve efficiency, monitor patients, and help doctors make decisions. HCA's chief medical officer, Dr. Jonathan Perlin, said of the agreement that, quote, data are spun off every patient in real time and that this will build a central nervous system to help interpret the various signals. CNET reports a 2019 deal between Google and Ascension raised red flags among lawmakers as it quietly collected health data on millions of Americans without informing them. Google will not have access to patient-identifiable information. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. 
This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. From the birthplace of America's music, this is Super Talk Mississippi, streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, so Ole Miss and Southern Miss are, I think, about to start playing baseball again. They went into a lightning delay half an hour ago. I don't, I can't ever remember exactly what the the standard is. It's either seven miles or ten miles from the ballpark. If there's a lightning strike that's detected, then you got to go half an hour without a lightning strike. And so 355 would get them to that, but apparently it just started raining at Swayze as well. So maybe they're going to start back in the rain and they feel like the radar is good enough that they can play through it. We'll see. We will uh, keep you up to date. Southern Miss is retaking the field defensively. You're going to have Jacob Gonzalez at the plate with a runner at second and one out, Ole Miss leading 4 nothing. Rebels got four runs in the bottom of the first inning. On a couple of home runs, Peyton Chatagnier hit a home run for the second consecutive day, and Justin Bench hit, what, his seventh home run of the season, I think it was, and uh, Ole Miss leads 4-0. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad with you on this Monday afternoon. Thanks for being with us. Almost exclusively baseball this afternoon. We'll talk about some other things as we move throughout the course of the afternoon as well. So, Borky, the, the thing that maybe we didn't get to with the LSU job that is open, there's been some reporting over the course of the weekend that Mike Bianco is indeed a candidate for the LSU job. And it makes sense, right, based on what we were talking about before. Um, aside from the if fact you're looking that he didn't for a squeaky there. clean family guy who's never had so much as a brush with the NCAA and has won a gazillion baseball games, Mike Bianco's your guy. There it is. And it's really that if you're concerned at all about character, if you're concerned at all about Title Nine or the NCAA, it, it's a very small pool of candidates, and there just so happens to be one that played at your school who happens to also win a bunch of games every year. Played at LSU, was an assistant coach at LSU, is kind of the favorite son of Skip Bertman and was part of the beginning of the dynasty. I mean it's not it's not just played there. And I'm not I'm not belittling at all what you said. I just think there are more layers to that. And I think Mike Bianco is a guy that would have a ton of internal at least old guard internal support. Does Scott Woodward care about any of that? I don't know. 
you know, how much credence is Scott Woodward putting in what Skip Bertman wants or Skip Bertman thinks? Here's here's why it makes sense. I think I can play it both directions. Why it makes sense and why it doesn't make sense from Mike Bianco's perspective. The reasons we just mentioned, alum, assistant coach, very fond, wife from the state of Louisiana, etc. He's had 21 years at Ole Miss and has won a ton of games and has had a ton of success and has criticized what? For not taking the next step, for not getting to the College World Series enough and for not winning a national championship. That's it. Those, those are the only criticisms. He didn't get to Omaha enough, hasn't gotten to Omaha enough. And so after two decades plus a year, would it make sense to just kind of press restart, reset on the on the clock? There's something to him, and there are not a lot of similarities between these two guys, but him and Mullen. Yeah, Mullen never got State to that next step, but to get State as far as he did was an accomplishment considering what MSU was when he arrived. What Ole Miss baseball was when Mike Bianco arrived, to get this far is one of those things where you can you can sort of extrapolate, well, if he can do that at Ole Miss, what yeah. could he do with the resources and everything that LSU provides? Ole Miss has those same kind of resources, but they have them because of Mike Bianco. So you, you can make that, that argument. I, I have consistently said everything that Ole Miss baseball is is a direct result of Mike Bianco. Here's just tell you what I think, and and I'm sure we'll go back through some of these things tomorrow when we've got our entire audience. Wild pitch puts runners at second and third with one out for Ole Miss in the bottom of the second inning, leading four to nothing. Ahead of me. Um, Same here. Sorry, I've got it on television, and I think you guys are watching on the on streams on on the stream. So, I guess what I was going to say was. Mike Bianco is currently the sixth highest paid coach in the country. He makes about $1.225 million a year, and then there is the opportunity for more through bonuses. His contract was redone a couple of years ago. He no longer has the every time he achieves a bonus, that gets added to his base salary going forward. That, That language is not there. It's just a big contract. If LSU makes a play for Mike Bianco, Ole Miss is not going to get into a bidding war. They are very comfortable with what they are paying. And and so it's possible that Mike Bianco could get a raise and could press the restart button and have kind of a fresh start. And for that reason, it would make a lot of sense. But... When you've lived in a place for 21 years, that's home. And so is Mike Bianco more comfortable staying at home? We'll talk about it more. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Magnolia State to the world, you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, Mississippi. at supertalk.fm. News. I'm Rich Dennison. Vice President Kamala Harris discussing migration issues in Guatemala as the administration deals with the surge of asylum seekers at the southern border. The vice president citing two root causes for the migrant surge. They are fleeing some type of harm or because 
To stay means that they cannot provide for their essential needs and the needs of their family. The vice president is also visiting Mexico during her trip. The Supreme Court today ruling against an El Salvador citizen who entered the country illegally in 1997 and was denied permanent residency. Writing for the court, Justice Elena Kagan says current law does not extend permanent protection for immigrants who unlawfully entered. And the court does not get to say that the something the law does is not enough. Fox's Jared Halpern at the White House. America's listening to Fox News. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A generous couple helping families in the Los Angeles area makes today's Dean's List. Crystal Duhaney is a registered nurse and soon to be mother of three. Crystal and her husband Patrick know how expensive raising a family can be. So they wanted to give back to their community by stuffing money into baby supplies across neighborhood Target stores. Crystal says she and her husband hope that parents that buy the items and find the money will have a brighter day. An Instagram video showing the husband and wife duo has gone viral. They say they know how hard it is as new parents to even buy some of the most basic things for a child. And that's what inspired them to help others, especially during the pandemic. To Crystal and Patrick, thank you for giving back to your community. You both made the Dean's List. Janice Dean, Fox News. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi State is headed to another Super Regional after winning 6-5 to five over Campbell this afternoon. They'll host the Super Regional in Starkville this weekend. The Mississippi Economic Council's annual meeting is coming up next Wednesday, June 16th, starting at 10. President and CEO Scott Waller says it'll be a little different this year. We'll have just a single morning session beginning at 1030, and then our luncheon will be focused on just just the MEC. We did, you know, typically we have combined our education celebration, which is where we honor our star students across the state, with our annual meeting. But with with everything going on, we, we decided we needed to separate those. Speakers this year include John Brownsville with the Mississippi Development Authority, Janita Stewart with the SBA, and Ryan Miller with the Mississippi Office of Workforce Development. I'm Kelly Bennett. If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, visit our website at www.msboc.us. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. We supply businesses with well-qualified and skilled workers who are ready and willing to work. When you hire a job seeker with a disability, we offer no-cost job training customized for your company's needs. Our business specialists can provide training and information on tax incentives and workplace accommodations. For more information, visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. Partner with us and provide opportunities for Mississippians with disabilities. Tractor parts are getting more expensive, that is, when farmers can get them. Andy Berry is with the Mississippi Cattlemen's Association. I was talking to somebody the other day, they'd ordered a part, so they hoped to get it in October. 
And so you've got a tractor sitting there that they can't use from April to hopefully October. An increase in the price of fertilizer is creating another hurdle. If you're going to make a world record jambalaya, you're going to need a lot of ingredients. 675 pounds of rice, 900 pounds of sausage, 900 pounds of ham, and I can't tell you how many peppers, onions, the holy trinity that went in. Karen Platt helped organize the event last month for Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College's campus food pantries. Over 2,000 people in need were fed and more than $3,000 was raised for food pantries. When Guinness Book of World Records makes it official, as expected, this will be a second world record for the college. They already hold the record for the largest pulled pork barbecue set in 2018. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to dial 911 at the onset of symptoms of a heart attack or stroke. The moment paramedics arrive, life-saving care begins. It's important to remember the first thing paramedics do is to take the time to stabilize the patient. Vital information is relayed to the appropriate hospital so that heart attack or stroke teams will be ready when the patient arrives. Every second counts. Dial 911. Don't drive. Let them come to you. The Magnolia State to the world. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi at supertalk.fm. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. They are playing in the rain in Oxford, and Tickle Me Elmo said, no big deal. So after resuming a walk to load the bases, a pitching change for Southern Miss, Kevin Graham drives one the opposite way for a base hit to score a run to make it 5-0. And then Tim Elko hits his second grand slam of the regional and Ole Miss leads 9 nothing over Southern Miss. And the hits just keep on coming. Justin Bench just drives one the opposite way as well. Still one out, bottom of the second inning. Ole Miss leading 9 to nothing. The starter for Southern Miss, Ben Etheridge, an inning, four hits, four earned runs. Garrett Ramsey, a third of an inning. Three earned runs with three walks and a wild pitch and a balk. And now Storm has come into the game. That is um, Justin Storm, and he gave up the Grand Slam to Elko. And now base hit. Hmm. That kid doesn't make sense. It, I mean, it doesn't make you, you can any be sense. tired of that story if you want to be, but it, it does not make sense. As soon as I saw the bases were loaded and he was coming up, I was like, I know exactly what is about to happen here. And I was right. So I said this on Twitter and on the podcast. I haven't brought it up here yet. 
Uh, I am not being hyperbolic when I say this. I don't think it should be a bronze statue in front of the stadium because there isn't one yet, and I think that spot should be reserved for Mike Bianco first. However, Tim Elko needs to be immortalized on the property somehow, somewhere. Plaque on the wall, name the dugout after it, something. Because, I mean, think about it. It, it. His story is one that you're not going to get very much in college sports anymore. Because he came to Ole Miss and competed for a starting job, remember, did not win the starting job. So had to sit the bench. Decided he, he was good enough to play somewhere else, decided to stick it out and wait his turn. His turn comes, having a heck of a year, COVID cuts the year short. He could go pro if he wanted to, comes back, having a heck of a year, tears his ACL. 25 days later, he's back in the lineup. And I mean, hitting a grand slam. That's his a, sixth home run since coming back from missing 26 days with a torn ACL. On one ACL, that should be immortal. That kind of stuff needs to be immortalized somewhere. I'm not saying a statue because that's a little over the top. But something somewhere needs to acknowledge this at that ballpark for as long as it stands. This this could only happen at Ole Miss, by the way. If this if State tried to play a player with a torn ACL, he would take a swing and his leg would actually fly off and kill a child in foul territory. There's no way this would ever happen to Mississippi State. They don't have they don't have the karma for it for whatever reason. Well, you're saying Ole Miss baseball karma is a thing? <laughs> you had this is I mean, a lot of people that would perhaps argue to the contrary that Mississippi yeah. State has had its fair share of good fortune. In in the college there, there baseball, are there are different different ways to get karma. This is one that this would only work for Ole Miss. Richard trying to work the remote there. What's going on? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just turning the volume down. Um, ESPN's at so hey, Dad, are you are you still watching the stream? Is it working no, for you? At, at five it, it nothing with Elko, with Elko coming up, I just said I know what's about to happen. I turned uh, well, it off. So so the the game has completely disappeared from the Watch ESPN app, and I've had a couple of friends text me and tell me the same thing. It's gone. You can't find it. And when you go to the uh, the channel section and pull up ESPN two, it won't play. It won't play it. The game right now on the app is com- is gone. It's not there. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I can't help you. Yeah, it won't let you even watch ESPN two. The game has completely disappeared. It's gone. This is an easy fix for you, Borky. Go sit in the big chair and turn that television that's above the thing to ESPNU and, and move on with your life. Yeah, we, just press we, all the buttons to on, leave them on, and just go talk from that chair for the rest of the I'll way. Use the, I'll use my force and just kind of move them it'll, that way. It'll be fine. Not to belabor the Tim Elko story, but you'd be hard-pressed to find a guy whose teammates love him more. I mean, two-time captain, which kind of says something in and of itself, and then kind of playing through whatever goes along with a torn ACL, and not just playing, but playing well, and coming up with big and meaningful hits. And by all accounts, I I don't know. I mean, I've talked to Tim and been around him some. I don't know him, per se. But people that do know him say he's just as good a guy, as you will come across. So, good for him. 
Long way to go. A lot of baseball left. Jack Doherty stays in the game for Ole Miss after the um, it's a short what, half, break, right? half hour lightning delay. Yeah. That's what happened in Starkville. There was an 18-minute delay. Houston Harding came back out like nothing to it. Houston Harding was really good today for Mississippi State. Man, did they need him to be? Because we talked all you know all day yesterday about well, State has all this pitching left. Just need to get a turn through the order out of Fristo, and you couldn't even get five at bats. And uh, Harding came in and completely settled things down. He struck out ten. Uh, he had got in trouble once where he he loaded the bases and then struck out the side right after that. I don't know. But that's twice this weekend that I saw something weird happen with with. The pitchers putting people on and then deciding to strike everybody out. Um, and then, yeah, and then Landon Sims, you know, they, they said that this was the time they wanted to start extending him. I think I think it's pretty obvious that the, the plan all season long was to not extend anybody so that when you got to this point, you could do that. And that's why you see Bednar going over 110 pitches. McLeod was at 123, I think. And then Landon Sims throws three innings today. And you ought to be able to get that out of your starters, generally speaking, at this time of the year. You know, yeah. if, if you haven't overused them throughout they the, uh, be fresh, the whole way. Yeah, yeah they, and they haven't. They haven't. So, You guys want to do winners and losers, not right this second, but coming up in the Go next segment? Yeah, sure. We don't yeah, have Lotus today. I like so that. Sure. And, and, I've and got reason... a loser that really fires me up, too, so I'm ready okay. for this. Can't can't wait for that. Um Let's go. We did get a message, though, on the ceasefire text line, and I'm actually going to take exception with this. Um, If you guys do losers today, be sure to include Southern Miss baseball. This is embarrassing. I don't think that's fair. I don't, I don't think that's fair at all. Southern Miss loses the first game of the regional, close game to Florida State. They come back and absolutely beat the brakes off of Southeast Missouri. And then they eliminate Florida State. And then they force a winner-take-all Game 7 of the regional against a good Ole Miss team. And they did that after trailing 4 to nothing without picking up a bat last night. And not only do I think it's not fair to put them on the losers list, if you do this, and I'm kind of peeking ahead, without putting Tanner Wall on the winners list, and that guy two seam fastballed Ole Miss to death for five innings last night. I mean, the thought going into last night's game was that Southern Miss didn't have any pitching left. Ryan Ott was masterful yesterday afternoon against Florida State. They had thrown Powell, and they had thrown Etheridge, and they had thrown Hunter Stanley, and they had been able to hold on to him. They went to Ock and got great stuff out of him. And when you saw the, the four runs in the top of the first inning last night, it it felt like, here you go. It's just a coronation. Well, who knew that Drew McDaniel was going to get two outs and give up seven runs on nine hits? That's exactly what happened, though. Seven runs on seven hits, whatever the number was. I think Southern Miss gets all the credit in the world. I do think they're in a spot today where very, and, and that's not to say they're not going to find somebody that can put a couple of zeros on the board, but I do think they're in a spot right now where pitching is just like, who, who are you going to? Tried to start Ben Etheridge. He lasted an inning. Went to Garrett Ramsey. Couldn't find the strike zone. 
Justin Storm comes in, gets a couple of outs, and gets out of it. But after giving up the Grand Slam, I mean, there's a lot of baseball to play, and this Southern Miss team can hit. They've proven that. I do think there's an advantage in terms of depth for Ole Miss, and now they've got the luxury of maybe stretching guys just a little bit more than they would have in a one-run ball game. But the idea that Southern Miss deserves to be on the losers list because they're trailing nine to nothing in the third inning of a winner-take-all game in a regional, uh-uh. and and it shouldn't be embarrassing either. It just it just shouldn't be. I'm, I'm not telling you how to feel per se. You can feel however you want to feel. It's it's your prerogative. But the fight that this team has had this weekend to get to this game, I think gives you a lot to be proud of on a pretty young baseball team as opposed to being embarrassed about what's happening like in the moment. All right, we'll do winners and losers when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Military Matters. On any given day, the U.S. Navy has a 100 ships deployed around the world. One-third of its current fleet, a Navy much smaller since the Reagan buildup of the 80s, when the Navy had 600 warships. Deployments have grown long and frequent, taxing both crew and equipment. Navy officials worry the pace of aircraft carrier deployments is breaking the fleet. USS Theodore Roosevelt returned home last week after making two deployments in the past year. The Pentagon just ordered the Pacific-based USS Ronald Reagan to deploy to the Middle East to relieve the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower, also on her second deployment in the past year. Those are really choices we shouldn't have to make as a superpower. Roger Zockheim is director of the Reagan Institute. Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks says this year's $715 billion defense budget puts priority on new weapons, not old ones. We lessen our reliance on vulnerable systems that are no longer suited for today's advanced threat environment or are too costly to sustain. For Military Matters at the Pentagon, Lucas Tomlinson, Fox News. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. 
Small Business Under Siege. Annapolis, Maryland, site of the commencement ceremony for the Naval Academy. It was this past weekend and is usually a huge weekend for restaurants and bars. And with the coronavirus pandemic seemingly over in many people's minds, with the restrictions being pulled back, the customers were there, but not the employees. Brian Bolter owns the Red Red Wine Bar and Dry 85. We are struggling to fill all jobs that we have in this building, from back of the house to the front of the house, and it impacts customer service. People see open tables because we can't seat them. They're on a two-hour wait. The customer experience is terrible. It's harder on our employees, all because we cannot get people to come off the sidelines and work. Bolter says the big problem is generous unemployment benefits. Maryland right now is paying $35,000 a year for people to take the summer off. And so guess what? People are going to take the summer off. And we have jobs that pay that, and they're not taking them. And we have jobs that pay much more than that, and they're not taking those either. So if you're going to give an incentive for people to stay home and enjoy the summer, they're going to take it. Tushar Saxena, Fox News. From the birthplace of America's music, this is Super Talk Mississippi. Streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. C Spire text line is open at 601-879-4395. Are your video conferences lagging? VPN connections dropping? VoIP calls choppy? It's time to face the truth. Cable can't support your business the way fiber internet can. Learn why at cspire.com slash why fiber. It's Tuesday, or it's not Tuesday, it's Monday. By the way, Southern Miss on the board. Two-run jack for Reed Trimble. That freshman is going to be special. Going to. say that. You say that. It though. is. I mean, it may not be at USM. I think he's draft eligible. Oh, no. Yeah. I think he's a draft eligible redshirt freshman. Yeah. I was talking with a scout the other day who said loved Trimble. And I want to say he told me that he was about to turn 21. Well, there you go. And so, what is it, a month before the draft, and with the draft pushed back this year a little bit, makes him uh, eligible. We'll see. We'll see how that uh, that shakes out. It's Monday afternoon. Normally we do this at 4 o'clock. A little bit late with it today, but that's okay. Why not? Let's do some winners and losers. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. You know how it works. What did you like from the weekend? If you're with us this afternoon, we'd love to hear from you. You can send it to us, your winner, your loser, winners, losers, on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. We always like to start with the positive. Borky, do you have a winner from the weekend? Ethan Horvath. Well, the entire United States men's national team, but that guy in particular. So The keeper. The keeper. The backup keeper. Starter goes down with a phantom non-contact knee injury, and he steps in. And everybody's talking about the save penalty kick, which was unbelievable and spectacular in the save of his life and career so far. But he was great up until then as well. It wasn't just the one save. 
He stepped in, and the team didn't miss a beat. He was great with a pretty bad back line in front of him. He was spectacular last night. A heck of a win for, for a young team who's barely played together against Mexico's best to win that game with the video reviews and the, the bad call that gave Horvath the chance to save that PK last night. It was awesome theater. The young guys are going to be all right, and they won their first of hopefully many trophies last night, thanks in part to the backup keeper making one of the more incredible saves in U.S. soccer history in the the final minutes of extra time. It was incredible, and I couldn't sleep well because of it. And they get a trophy, but it doesn't count for anything, right? Not really. It's more of these young guys going into World Cup qualifying since they really haven't played together before, and guys like uh, Pulisic and McKinney and Josh Sargent, like they've played high-level soccer in their short careers already, but this group playing together in a high-pressure match like that is invaluable when World Cup qualifying comes here in the fall. They needed two games like the ones they played this weekend, tight games with something on the line, kind of character-building type wins uh, this weekend, and last night especially. I watched, too. I watched uh, I watched Extra Time. After, as soon as the Ole Miss game was over, I, I put it on. So, so don't say anything to me, Borky. You're not a commie after all. There you go. Pool 6 uh, PK was pretty good also. And then yeah. running up to the Mexico fans. And and them. Love it. Shirt off, no less. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to, right? It's soccer. Why do soccer players take their shirt off when they score? I don't know. I'm sure football players would it. take their pads off if it was faster. <laughs> you get you get a yellow card for it in uh, in the Premier League. Hmm. If you scored, would you take your shirt off, hey Dad? If I if I scored in that situation, is that what you're asking me? Oh, I. I... If I scored a goal in a soccer game that's being televised nationally, do I look like I do now or do I look like a soccer player? Either way, I'm taking my shirt off. No, I just kind of meant as you are. Yeah, I'd do it. Sure, why not? Okay. Good for you. Uh, yes, your, your, your question of can we run through all of the regionals, we will absolutely do that. We'll do that in the uh, in the next segment coming up. Um. Clowns is terrible when the only two people that care anything about soccer in the state of Mississippi happen to be hosting a sports show you listen to. LOL, that is a very definition of horrible luck. There's three, at least, because Rhino also was up late watching with us last night. The horrible luck is that you listen to this show. i got to be told. No, 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 no. No, we we have fun with Clowns. All right, hey, Dad, you got a winner? Yeah, I'm going to go with Chris Lamonis. The guy just keeps making the right decisions, and at some point it's it's not luck. You know, he, he's obviously a good coach. He's a guy that, you know, some MSU fans. Wait, has anybody ever said it was luck? Well, yeah, there are a lot. There are some MSU fans. It's a very vocal minority that you know still, you know, oh, he inherited such a great team in 2019, and you know these aren't even his players, and this team should be better. And every time this guy makes a decision that I don't agree with, it ends up working out, and I look like the idiot, and which is fine because that's how it probably should be when it comes to these guys. They get paid a lot more to make those decisions, but. Yeah, I didn't think that starting Will Bednar was the right idea. It was completely the right idea. Um, I didn't think that, you know, some of the decisions he's made throughout the year 
were the right decision. But everything has worked out. And without, you know, Eric Sarantola being able to do anything and without Jackson Fristo giving you anything the last five or six weeks of the season and without Josh Hatcher, who you were relying on, you know, hitting, now he's hitting 180. Without all even those things happening, State's 44 and 15 now, I think, and headed to a super regional for the fifth straight year. Only program in the country, five straight super regionals, which is in, incredible when you think about it. So, yeah, Chris Lamonis, uh, doing a really good job for Mississippi State. Um, Tanner Hall is my winner on the mound last night for Southern Miss in a game that was explosive offensively early. He came in and dealt for five innings. Freshman for Southern Miss, limited action this year, certainly limited in terms of length of innings. I think his longest outing as a reliever was two innings prior to last night. Came into the game, five innings, five strikeouts, both career highs, one hit allowed. And there are a lot of people who have been trying to figure out what it was he was throwing. Sinker ball, heavy fastball. I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was a two-seam fastball that had amazing run and depth to it. Right-handed pitcher throwing a fastball that runs away from left-handed hitters and he got a bunch of swings and misses with that pitch where you were looking at it and you're going, stop swinging a pitch out of the zone. That ball's eight inches off the plate. That's not where it started. When it left its hands, it looked like it was outside corner and a strike. And the ball was just running that much. And Southern Miss wins that game last night. I know everybody points to the seven runs they scored in the bottom of the first. They won that game because of Tanner Hall. And he is a winner, big-time winner last night for his performance. Porky, you said you had a loser that you were passionate about. Oh, 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 oh. What happened? What? Do I have to be the one that says Doug Nikhazy? Or do we just expect it at this point? I mean, the guy struck out 16. Feels and that, that tied the school ago. record. <laughs> it does feel like so it was a long time ago. between then and now. I know, right? And at the same time with Nikhazy, it's sort of like, you know, like I said, it's just, oh, he had another great outing. I'm so I'm so surprised. Tell me more. I mean, yeah, I feel like that should be more your job. I, I didn't get to watch it, but, I mean, I, I kept up with it, and every time it, I looked over there, a Florida State bat was missing a ball coming out of Doug Nikhazy's hand. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, guy, the guy has carried, he sort of carried Ole Miss at this point. I mean, Hoagland out, and, and and they have just sort of rallied around him and Elko. And those guys are going to be what, you know, if, if this holds on, this result we're looking at right now holds on, that's going to be what uh, carries them into that Super Regional uh, with, with Arizona. Career-high 16 strikeouts that tied the school record. A school record that was previously held solo by Drew Pomerantz. Perhaps the most legendary pitching performance in Ole Miss baseball history. When on two days rest, he came back and started on Monday night in a winner-take-all game against Western Kentucky and had 16 strikeouts. Here's the thing that's so crazy about Nikhazy. 16 strikeouts in seven innings. In seven innings. So 16 there were 21, 21 outs. possible outs in the time yeah. that he was in, and 16 of them came via strikeout. Yeah. Wasn't it there wasn't one inning that he pitched that did not have at least two Ks? 
I think every inning had at least two Ks. I'll go with you on that. I'd have to go back and look at the box store to to uh, verify, but that math seems to add up. Sports Talk Mississippi will continue this. Porky says he has a loser about which he is most passionate. We'll get to that, and we will recap the entire regional setup when we continue. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. As the summer approaches, a lingering gas crunch is making driving expensive. But don't let gas prices put a damper on your plans because there's ways to save at the pump. Like if gas stations allow it, the cash prices advertise without making the distinction apparent. And if you know the difference, head to the pump with some cash in hand. Another strategy is to pick one national chain that has stations everywhere. Open a credit card with that brand and make it your go-to service station. You can save much more this way. Also, use a gas app. Gas Buddy is the biggest and best known app for finding real-time prices, but there are others. The best way to save money on gas is to burn less of it, which you can do almost every time you drive with just some basic maintenance habits like travel lighter, excess weight diminishes fuel economy, and more importantly, don't drive aggressively. Speeding and rapid starting and stopping are almost as bad for gas mileage as they are for your safety. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Weekdays at 10 on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News, your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. Teenagers in Oklahoma who looked out for a friend make today's Dean's List. Price Jackson and Kieran English from Muskogee, Oklahoma, went out of their way to check on fellow student Madison Moore, who has Down syndrome. Starting in kindergarten, Price and Kieran made a point to eat lunch or walk with her if they saw that Madison was alone. During field trips, they would stand by her side or even hold her hand. They say they don't see Madison as someone with challenges. She's family. And as a thank you for helping their daughter out all of these years, Madison's dad posted a photo on social media of all of the friends at their high school graduation. The caption read, These two fine young men have watched out and have been friends with my daughter since kindergarten. Kieran says if we had a world full of people like Madison, it would be a better place. She has overcome so much and is an inspiration. Thank you to the three musketeers, Price, Kieran, and Madison. You all made the Dean's List. Janice Dean. Fox News. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi State is headed to another Super Regional after winning 6-5 to over Campbell this afternoon. They'll host the Super Regional in Starkville this weekend. 
The Mississippi Economic Council's annual meeting is coming up next Wednesday, June 16th, starting at 10. President and CEO Scott Waller says it'll be a little different this year. We'll have just a single morning session beginning at 1030 and then our luncheon will be focused on just just the MEC. We did, you know, typically we have combined our education celebration, which is where we honor our star students across the state with our annual meeting. But with with everything going on, we, we decided we needed to separate those. Speakers this year include John Brownsville with the Mississippi Development Authority, Janita Stewart with the SBA and Ryan Miller with the Mississippi Office of Workforce Development. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi continues. Ole Miss leading 9-2 over Southern Miss. They're headed to the bottom of the fourth inning. A new career high for Jack Doherty. He has gone four innings in the game. Line for Doherty. Three hits, two earned runs, one walk, four strikeouts. Hmm. 70 pitches. Looks like, according to Twitter, USM just went to Hunter Stanley. Yeah. Boy, and Justin Storm did a good job. I mean, considering the way it started with Etheridge and Ramsey, Storm went an inning and two-thirds, three hits, two earned runs. I guess he gave up the grand slam to um, to Elko. Yeah, fastball was up. Elko hit a moonshot that got out of the ballpark. I think I've changed my mind. I think you try to steal a few more outs with him. We were talking about it at the break with uh, with Doherty. I don't know if you have to pull him just yet. He went to the dugout and sat down like he was had no plans of coming out of the game. Now, I, I don't know what Mike Bianco wants from him or expects from him. Quit a heck of a game going in Gainesville, by the way. South Florida and South Alabama tied at two in the bottom of the fifth inning. Elimination game. Just what we predicted there, too. Those two oh, yeah. teams battling it out for the chance to, to advance to play Texas. Wow. I said elimination game. I guess that's game seven in Gainesville. There are tens of people there to watch USF and, we, and USA. 
we both said on, I guess on Friday's show that, oh, yeah, Florida's a team. They could easily get to Omaha. They could take Texas. And, nope. 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 Wrong, nope. Wrong again. All right, Borky, let's wrap up the winners and losers. You said uh, you had a loser you wanted to talk about. Yeah, and uh, ruining the baseball conversation again, but that's just my brand, I suppose. Uh, sticking with the theme from last night, um, I don't know if you guys have noticed the, the coverage. Not so much that Kyrie Irving got a, an empty water bottle thrown in his direction or Russell Westbrook got popcorn poured on him. Two really stupid things uh, done by pathetic losers that should get punished for it. Not saying that that's not the case, but the coverage of those two things was pretty extensive, right? I got multiple push notifications on my phone. All the talk shows spent so much time discussing and covering the unruly fans and how dangerous this is and players don't feel safe and all that stuff. In Denver, Colorado last night, after the United States of America scored a goal and celebrated in the corner of the field with themselves... They got pelted with bottles and anything that Mexico fans could find. That happened three other times during the game. That also had to get paused because a chant that is filled with slurs, the only way they can get Mexico fans to stop doing it is by literally stopping the game until they quit. In Denver, Colorado, Team USA got pelted with bottles and cups full of substances. You probably don't want to know what's inside. One player... One player got hit in the head, had to get seen by the medical personnel. That happened in Denver, Colorado, to our national team. And it's not getting covered like that. They danced around it on the broadcast. It didn't It didn't get a push notification on my phone. Our national team got stuff thrown at them last night in Denver, Colorado. And the thing is, this is a persistent problem with L. Tree fans wherever they go in the States. And people dance around it, and they don't cover it. That should not happen, ever. And it happened last night to our national team, and nobody's doing crap about it. they got to start doing these international games the same way they do games over in England. In England, you know, let's say Richard and I wanted to go to an Egg Bowl together, right? We just walk in the gate together. We sit together the whole game. And, yeah, if I'm in Oxford, maybe there'll be some ribbing, and if we're in Starkville, Richard will take a little ribbing, but that's it. In England... The away fans have their own entrance. You can only go in there. And you can't go sit with your Tottenham buddy if you're an Arsenal fan. you got to sit with the Arsenal fans, and you're surrounded by two layers of police protection. It's, it's like a war zone in there. They have to start doing the same way. At least when Mexico's around, because what happened last night should not happen ever, but especially to our national team in Denver, Colorado. Hey, some of the images are shocking. We so, scored, so why is nobody saying anything about it? Are you not allowed to say anything about do you know that it, specific group? Yeah, that, that's why. That's why okay. it's not being covered like that's why Russell is, yeah. Westbrook's popcorn getting poured on his head, which was an yeah. equally stupid thing to do. And that guy's getting punished as he should. But the coverage of that does not resemble what you're getting from our national team getting pelted with bottles last night. Okay. Jeez. Well, I can be on board with you that for the um, loser sentiment. Yeah. All right, we had a uh, we had a request uh, just a bit ago. I think it was from Chuck 
asking if we could walk through the entire regional landscape. By the way, Hunter Stanley has gotten a line drive out from Tim Elko and a strikeout of Kevin Graham. Two outs in the bottom of the fourth inning, 9-2 to Ole Miss leading it over Southern Miss. In the Ruston, Louisiana Regional, well, NC State played really, really well. And they beat Louisiana Tech yesterday to go 3-0 and in the regional and advance to a super regional. And NC State will either play Arkansas, the number one overall national seed, or Nebraska, who beat Arkansas last night. I don't know if anybody saw that coming. A really good game. An impressive win for Nebraska, 5-3. to three. Winner take all at Baum Stadium tonight. As an aside, you think that place is going to be rocking? Might, might be, a, might be a, an electric kind of atmosphere there. Texas went 3-0, and winning the regional with Southern University, Fairfield, and Arizona State. Fairfield eliminated Arizona State, and then Texas knocked out Fairfield. There was not one ounce of drama for the Longhorns over the course of their three wins. Texas will meet the winner of the Gainesville Regional, which will not be Florida and will not be Miami. It will be either South Florida or South Alabama. Those two teams are battling it out in Gainesville right now. They are tied at two in the top of the sixth inning. Not to discount either South Alabama or South Florida, Kind of feels like Texas is cakewalking its way to the College World Series. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how it's supposed to go if you get a seed like that. But, hey, what are you talking about? They got the number two team in America as a three seed in their regional. That was tough. And Ooh, another long ball for Ole Miss. Who hit that? Elko. Oh, my goodness. You're kidding me. Are you for real? <laughs> I thought it was Elko that hit the humpback line drive to start the inning. My bad. No, this kid is stupid, Tim Elko man. with his second home run of the game. <laughs> he has now driven in five of Ole Miss's ten runs. Tickle me, Elmo. Jeez. If I tore my ACL, I would I would be laid up for two at years. Least a year. At least a year. Uh, two two is fine. I'll take it. I mean, literally, like, I would be happy to be able to walk at the end of the year. This guy's out there hitting bombs. That's insane. Run a, run a blood test on him. He's got some midichlorians or whatever the X-Men have happening for him. Midichlorians, you say? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, from, uh, it's the, the, what, Jedi blood, right? Exactly. Not a Star Wars guy? Come on, Richard. What are you, some kind of nerd? I know you're shocked by that, that I'm not a Star Wars guy, aren't you? <laughs> shocked, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm with you. I see what you're talking about with the uh, app. I was trying to uh, pull up the stream for the baseball game on the computer. I'm going to play what it sounded like for you, but that seems to not be happening. Keith Carter just tweeted, I hear you. Do what? To Tim Elko? 
Yeah, oh, I think he's talking about everybody tweeting at him about getting a statue built. Oh, oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, there was a lot made about the Knoxville Regional, about how difficult the field was. Tennessee had to work its hiney off on Friday to escape with a win against Wright State, and boy, did they escape in dramatic fashion. A walk-off grand slam that was hit nearly to the Cumberland River. I mean, it was a bomb. And after that, Tennessee didn't have much trouble. Sweep through the regional. They will host either Oregon or LSU. LSU winning last night over Oregon to force a winner-take-all game this evening in Eugene. So we've made it through three seeds. We'll just walk this all the way through 1 through 16. And we'll continue this exercise when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. We'll be right back. Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. As the summer approaches, a lingering gas crunch is making driving expensive. But don't let gas prices put a damper on your plans because there's ways to save at the pump. Like if gas stations allow what the cash prices advertise without making the distinction apparent. And if you know the difference, head to the pump with some cash in hand. Another strategy is to pick one national chain that has stations everywhere. Open a credit card with that brand and make it your go-to service station. You can save much more this way. Also, use a gas app. Gas Buddy is the biggest and best-known app for finding real-time prices, but there are others. The best way to save money on gas is to burn less of it, which you can do almost every time you drive with just some basic maintenance habits, like travel lighter, excess weight diminishes fuel economy, and more importantly, don't drive aggressively. Speeding and rapid starting and stopping are almost as bad for gas mileage as they are for your safety. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Take a pause. Cringe alert. We're talking blood-sucking parasites. No, no, not politicians. We are talking about deer ticks. 
Researchers say much of the U.S. is going to see a bumper crop of ticks this year because there was so much rain over the spring. John Oliver with the University of Minnesota School of Public Health says they were creeping up as early as March in Minnesota, a time and place when ticks just aren't supposed to be around. We had those you know, 70 degree days and uh, we're able to find large numbers of adult deer ticks. Those deer ticks, of course, known to produce Lyme disease in humans and pets. These diseases, they're a lot more easily prevented than treated, you know, and so uh, prevention is the key. So you're going to want to slather on insect repellent with DEET and get a flea and tick preventative for your pets or go hide in the basement. Take pause. Jill Nato, Fox News. As a farmer, I I grow U.S. farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber-fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. From the Magnolia State to the world, you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, Mississippi. at supertalk.fm. From the flatlands of Mississippi, Sports Talk Mississippi, every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi. experience yesterday for the uh, Cross family. So our oldest daughter, Ava Montgomery, uh, going to camp for two weeks. And two years ago, she went for one week. Last year, she was going to go for, I can't remember if it was a week or two last year. Of course, COVID banged that. But two years ago, we took her on, uh, I guess it was Sunday afternoon, and you know, you go in and you set up her bed and you unload her stuff and you give her a hug and make sure she's got all the stuff that she needs and then you you leave. We had little guy baseball yesterday, so Jane took her. And it was a drive through drop-off. They didn't want to bring in a bunch of other people and expose them or whatever, so there was a certain time window in which she had to be dropped off. And Borky Jane pulled up. There was somebody there to unload her stuff out of the back of the car. Ava Montgomery hops out of the car and barely even looks back to tell her mom bye. It was like a hug in the car, and Jane was like, hey, can I take a picture? And she, like, turned and smiled, snapped a picture out of the car window, and it was over. Oh, man. And that's a hard thing. I mean, like, I'm I'm really excited about the independence and that she felt that comfortable about just, boom, ready to go. It's kind of a hard thing for mom and Frankly, for Dad, even though I wasn't there. So we've gotten a couple of pictures that they put up. 
She's got a paintball gun. Nice. It's like she's having the time of her life. <laughs> so. Heck yeah. How old? She's 11. Heck yeah. So, good times. Good times. Glad to know the paintball's uh, still around. No doubt. Do you guys ever have, like, legit paintball guns? Oh, yeah. No. I played paintball once. It was fun, but I've only done it once. Man, we had a, a place outside of town, and they had... I mean, it was a huge facility, and they had, like, any type of, like, war zone, if you will, situation that you could imagine. They had woods. They had a bunker on top of a hill, like, desert style. They had, like, a town built. They had, like, a, a city out in the wild, wild west. I mean, and then, of course, like, the uh, the air bunker course, like, they, like yeah. the pros used. They had all yeah. of that there. We would spend... And it wouldn't be that expensive. Your parents would give you like 35 bucks, and you could spend all day out there. It was incredible. I I only like personally ever had the cheap paintball guns that you got at Walmart, and you just did the little bitty CO2 canister. Yeah. You know, you get like 20 shots out of it. I think my brother later on had one of the ones where you had like the bigger canister that, that screwed into it. He's maybe a little more serious about it. That was fun, though. I played paintball in a long time. You were proud of the welts, too. It's almost like getting shot was cool. <laughs> like, look at that. I'm tough. Let's set up a right, company-wide so paintball game, and I'll come play. There you go. My target's going to be Luke. Team-building activity? Yes, there we go. I do love that. The corporate team-building. Let's go shoot each other with projectile balls filled with paint. Don't shoot them in the head. Southern Miss trying to make things interesting here, and they've just made things a lot more interesting with a two-run home run. Cody Adcock into the game, replacing Jack Doherty. He gave up a solo home run to start the inning to Blake Johnson, and then Dickerson struck out, and then Montenegro should have been out, but Ole Miss committed an error, not covering the bag properly at first base, and Reed Trimble just hit a jack. Straight away center field, two-run home run, and makes it 10-5. And I'll be honest, that's part of the reason that I go back to what we were talking about with the text message earlier about the embarrassing start. It wasn't an embarrassing start. If you think a Scott Berry team is going to quit or is going to mail it in or is going to stop fighting or stop swinging the bats, you haven't watched much Southern Miss baseball, especially if you claim to be a Southern Miss fan. Rebels are going to the bullpen, and it looks like bringing Derek Diamond. Derek Diamond in. Can't can't understand why either one of these coaches is throwing up any kind of pitch to hit to Elko or Trimble. Why? Especially Elko, bases empty. Put him on. What what, what are you worried about? No, that's Jackson Kimbrell coming into the game. Oh well, uh, Diamond was up in the pen, so looks like they're going to throw him at some point, maybe. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any doubt. My guess is they'd like to get Kimbrell get a couple of outs, get through the fifth inning. They've got uh, Fisher left-hander, then Sargent right-hander, then Ewing a left-hander, then Danny Lynch a left-hander. So maybe that's the thought. Three of the next four hitters are lefties. See if you can get kind of a tough lefty-on-lefty matchup. Maybe get three or four outs from Kimbrell. Then you hope that you can get two or three innings from Diamond. And then Broadway to finish. All right, how many runs is it going to take to win this baseball game? I think the 10 will do it. 
I think they'll hold on. Ten, yeah, I don't see Southern getting over ten runs. Top of the fifth inning, one out. Not quite halfway through. We'll see. I'm not sure ten's enough. Not sure. Sports Talk weird, Mississippi. Oh, yeah, it could, very well could get weird. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Five o'clock hour coming up next. You're one of our own down there. You never drink alone down there. Good God, I feel at home down there. From the birthplace of America's music. This is Super Talk Mississippi, streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. News, I'm Rich Dennison. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the Biden administration will continue pushing China to cooperate with investigations about how the pandemic began. We are going to continue to press in coordination with the international community, China to be transparent, to be forthcoming with data and information. We're not going to just stand by and accept that they've said they're not going to participate. U.S. intelligence officials have renewed investigation into reports COVID-19 leaked from a Chinese lab, which China has denied. The Supreme Court won't take up a case that Ask it to decide whether it's discriminatory for the government to require only men to register for the draft. A federal judge in Texas ruled the existing law unconstitutional, but the appeals circuit overturned that. The high court refusing to take the case means the status quo remains. Fox's Evan Brown, America's listening to Fox News. Fox on tech. Google is getting into the healthcare industry. The search giant struck a deal with a hospital chain to create health-focused algorithms that'll be built using patient records. Google is working with HCA Healthcare, which operates nearly 2,000 hospitals in 21 states, and the deal will give Google access to information from 32 million annual patient interactions. Both companies say the multi-year deal will have both Google and HCA engineers working together to develop algorithms to improve efficiency, monitor patients, and help doctors make decisions. HCA's chief medical officer, Dr. Jonathan Perlin, said of the agreement that, quote, data are spun off every patient in real time and that this will build a central nervous system to help interpret the various signals. CNET reports a 2019 deal between Google and Ascension raised red flags among lawmakers as it quietly collected health data on millions of Americans without informing them. Google will not have access to patient-identifiable information. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The municipal elections are coming up tomorrow, and former state GOP chair Lucian Smith says when he was serving, over 150 local elected Democrats chose to join the Republican Party. And the city governments are one of the few places where you still see some Democratic control, but I think we'll pick up a Republican seat in Tupelo. Um, you've already seen the mayor of Oxford go independent. I think the Toby Barker in Hattiesburg, who's, who's a former Republican running as an independent, I think is in a good place. Lawmakers have yet to decide how they'll spend the $1.8 billion our state will receive from the federal government as part of the American Rescue Act. Senator Daniel Sparks is concerned about inflation. With all this money being pressed down from the federal government, we see it now. CPI is up. We see that um, cost of goods, cost of labor is up. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Hey, y'all, let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. Tick bites are on the rise, and that could lead to several illnesses, including Lyme disease or Rocky Mountain spotted fever. As Lisa Brady with Fox explains, there are ways to prevent that. The CDC suggests pesticides in the yard and clearing tall grasses and brush. Insect repellents can also help keep you safe. When you go inside, you check your clothing and put clothes in the dryer for 10 minutes to kill any ticks you might have missed. In the wake of the tragic death of Mississippi Highway Patrol Trooper John Harris, officials want to make sure you're aware of Mississippi's move-over law. Major Johnny Palos. Every single day, law enforcement officers encounter that. So good, responsible decisions by the public not only ensures their safety in making it back home, but it also ensures the law enforcement officers in this state across the country making it back home to their families as well. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Confidence. Peace of mind. A way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. From the birthplace of America's music, this is Super Talk Mississippi, streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. Check this out. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. about a six-minute commercial break. Did you miss anything? Why, yes. Yes, as a matter of fact, you did. So you had the Trimble home run for Southern Miss to make it 10-5. And then Jackson Kimbrell came into the game to replace Cody Adcock. And Fisher struck out swinging. Christopher Sargent was hit by a pitch, bounced in, just got him on the foot. And then Reese Ewing... 
Hits a home run the opposite way that hits the top of the wall and bounces into the Southern Miss bullpen in left. And we have a three-run game going to the bottom of the fifth inning. And, oh, by the way, one more development. Doug Nikhazy just went to the bullpen for Ole Miss. No question. Yeah, you you got to now. It's, it's, it's got to be that way. I mean, Southern went with Hunter Stanley. Ole Miss has got to fire back with uh, with Nikhazy. It was 9-0, right? It was 9-0, nine nine nothing. yes. Ooh. Ole Miss scored four in the first, five in the second. Southern Miss got on the board in the top of the third to make it nine to two. Ole Miss got a solo home run from Tim Elko in the fourth to make it ten to two. Five runs in the top of the fifth inning for Southern Miss, and then uh, Danny Lynch lined up the shortstop to end the inning. So we're headed to the bottom of the fifth inning, three run game. Hunter Stanley back on the mound for Southern Miss. Doug McKenzie now in the bullpen for Ole Miss. Now look. They're going to be careful with Doug Nikhazy. But they are. But the season is hanging in the balance. There are no bullets that you hold back. You're trying to get to Friday or Saturday in Tucson, Arizona for a Super Regional. you got plenty of time. And good luck if you're Mike Bianco telling Doug Nikhazy, nope, you're not going to pitch for the season on the line today. <laughs> So we'll see. We will see. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, rolling into the 5 o'clock hour with you. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you may do just that on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. Here's the real deal. The best plan for one or two lines, $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull, cspire.com. We got a little college football we can get into, Borky. Yeah, some big news today contractually. Let's do it. College football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few They are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Well, if you were hoping that Nick Saban was going to go somewhere, I have some disappointing news for you. He will at some point, at some point in the future, go somewhere. They keep kicking the can down the road just a little bit with regard to when he is going to be going anywhere. A contract extension today for Nick Saban that will keep him in Tuscaloosa through 2028. So it's a three-year contract extension on top of his current deal. Runs through I'm sorry, runs through February of 2029, so that is through the 2028 season. He will receive a contract completion benefit of $800,000 payable at the end of the 22, 23, 24, and 25 seasons. So kind of like a roster bonus. And he's making almost $9 million a year. Going to make Underpaid. over $9 million a year this season. Underpaid. No question. What do you think like, those contract negotiations are like? 
Jimmy calls Greg. Greg Byrne, the AD at Alabama, just says, Hey, Greg, Nick wants a new contract. And Byrne's response is, Okay. Negotiate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like... Um, <laughs> there it is. You know, you know, Greg, you won another one last year. Probably need to push this thing out a little bit and add some more incentives or whatever. Eight million four hundred twenty-five thousand is the base salary this coming season. Annual increases in salary that sources told ESPN would take his average annual salary to more than ten million over the life of the contract. Contract completion benefits of eight hundred thousand dollars at the end, as I mentioned, of the next four seasons. Headed into his fifteenth year at Alabama, seven national championships in his career, six at Alabama. He's won three of the last six titles. Also got the 2003 National Championship at LSU. Nick Saban, in his statement, said that uh, he and his wife, Terry, quote, are pleased and happy to sign another contract extension that will keep us in Tuscaloosa through the end of our career. Close quote. Our family, no, not close quote. He goes on to say our family calls Tuscaloosa in the state of Alabama home. It's a place where our roots now run deep. This agreement gives us the chance to continue to impact the lives of the young men, and their families who choose to play football and get an education in Alabama. He will turn 70 in October and said that he plans to coach as long as he is physically able and making a positive impact on the players and the program. And told ESPN, I don't know what the hell I would do if I wasn't coaching. I don't even want to imagine it. Hanging around, hanging around. Kids got alligator blood. Can't get rid of him. Like, what do we got to do? If the, the 13 biggest donors of the remaining conference schools ponied up and came up with a billion dollars to give Alabama, if they'll f- fire him today and we'll give you a billion dollars, would they take it? No. He's probably worth more long term. Ugh. Let's see here. Steve Spurrier, prior to the 2019 season, said Nick ain't thinking about retiring, not even close. He can go into his 70s easy, and I think he will. I told him he won't retire until he loses three games in a season. He told me if I ever lose three games around here, they might kill me. I think he was joking, but I'm not sure. That was from the head ball coach. (laughs) Does he finish out this contract as it's currently written, be 77, 77. 78 years old. That feels that feels unlikely. It just does. Mike Shashevsky retired at seventy five. Yeah, twenty twenty five, twenty six. That that's probably going to be wrapping it up. After a- I mean, Paterno went to eighty four, but I mean, he wasn't even coaching by the end of that. So I don't know. Saban is the type of guy who would be happy to. But but I mean, if he still feels he wouldn't be- good. Yeah, that's what, but he wouldn't be the guy who's just comfortable. Just I, I'm going to be on the sidelines, and I'm sort of the figurehead. If he can't have his hands in there, if he can't be out there working and making the decisions, he, he's not going to want to. He's not going to want to hang on like Paterno did. I don't think. No, but what makes you think he would turn it? I mean, no, I don't think he's going to be coaching. I mean, I'm just saying. What I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think. I don't think he's going to get to 80 and say, "Yeah, I'm going to stick around." As soon as he feels like he he does strike me as that kind of guy who's like, as soon as I can't go at 100% and be what I am today, I don't want to do it anymore. I I believe that from him. But when is that day? 
I don't that that I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. So once the season starts, he's a grinder, mm-hmm. and he grinds through recruiting. But I, I don't know. I, th- I think he still enjoys the closing piece of recruiting. He doesn't mind putting on a coat and tie and going into living rooms and visiting with parents. But he's got 30 analysts on staff. I mean, they're doing all the evaluations. All he's doing in recruiting is closing. That's it. He gets coffee. He's a closer. He, he He's coaching during the season, and he grinds through the season. But Nick Saban looks like he has a ball in the offseason. He plays a ton of golf. Spends a lot of time at Old Waverly. I say a lot. A fair amount of time at Old Waverly. Loves that golf course. He's got his place at the lake, and that's kind of his happy place at Lake Burton. So he he gets his time off to kind of press the refresh button in the offseason. And I don't know. Is there any reason to believe that he doesn't keep going? Whoa, Calvin Harris, who has not had an important hit since the first weekend of SEC play, just hit the ball into the right field bullpen. Man, what a game! All right, it's now twelve to seven. Okay, so now that it's twelve to seven, what do you do? Nikhazy's getting loose. Is that who you go to? Just keep him loose. Just no, no. no. He's not throwing yet. He's stretching in the bullpen. And you apparently have Diamond ready, or he's been getting ready. And apparently Walker Powell is throwing in the Southern Miss bullpen also. So do you go ahead and move on from Kimbrell and go to Diamond? With a five-run lead? I mean, if, if you're giving me the choice, Kimbrell or Diamond with a five-run lead, I know it's short rest for Diamond after a start, but that's kind of where I'd go. And by the way, to get to Calvin Harris, strikeout wild pitch that allowed the runner in front of him to get on board. Should have been out of it. So strikeout wild pitch, base runner, then a two-run jack from Calvin Harris to make it 12-5. I'm sorry, make it 12-7, five-run game. Sports Talk Mississippi. Say what? Said what a game. What a game indeed. Two teams trading haymakers. We'll be right back. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A generous couple helping families in the Los Angeles area makes today's Dean's List. Crystal Duhaney is a registered nurse and soon-to-be mother of three. Crystal and her husband, Patrick, know how expensive raising a family can be. So they wanted to give back to their community by stuffing money into baby supplies across neighborhood Target stores. Crystal says she and her husband hope that parents that buy the items and find the money will have a brighter day. An Instagram video showing the husband and wife duo has gone viral. They say they know how hard it is as new parents to even buy some of the most basic things for a child. And that's what inspired them to help others, especially during the pandemic. To Crystal and Patrick, thank you for giving back to your community. You both made the Dean's List. 
Janice Dean, Fox News. Welcome to summertime in Mississippi. It's hot out here. It's so hot out there. As we always say, welcome to the state with the purest form of humidity. The hottest talk all summer long. Heat's on, baby. Heat's on. Super Talk Mississippi. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Military matters. On any given day, the U.S. Navy has a hundred ships deployed around the world. One third of its current fleet, a Navy much smaller since the Reagan buildup of the 80s, when the Navy had 600 warships. Deployments have grown long and frequent, taxing both crew and equipment. Navy officials worry the pace of aircraft carrier deployments is breaking the fleet. USS Theodore Roosevelt returned home last week after making two deployments in the past year. The Pentagon just ordered the Pacific-based USS Ronald Reagan to deploy to the Middle East to relieve the USS. Dwight D. Eisenhower, also on her second deployment in the past year. Those are really choices we shouldn't have to make as a superpower. Roger Zockheim is director of the Reagan Institute. Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks says this year's $715 billion defense budget puts priority on new weapons, not old ones. We lessen our reliance on vulnerable systems that are no longer suited for today's advanced threat environment or are too costly to sustain. For Military Matters at the Pentagon, Lucas Tomlinson, Fox News. The Magnolia State to the world. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi at supertalk.fm. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? What? This is so awesome on Super Talk Mississippi. What a game, what a game. 12-7, to 7, Ole Miss leading it over Southern Mississippi, headed to the top of the sixth inning. Derek Diamond is into the game for Ole Miss. Kale Baker is into the game at first base for Ole Miss. And say what you want to about Kale Baker, he has been pretty good defensively. Yeah, that's a defensive sub for sure. And, I mean, Southern Miss has a run because of Indecision yep. from Harris, who just hit the home run, so he made up for it. But yeah, no, you're right. You are absolutely right. You want to be part of the conversation? You may do so on the ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Cool scenes post game from Starkville, Mississippi State, winning earlier today over Campbell, and you got the Campbell guys. <laughs> They're kind of making a loop around the outfield wall, getting some handshakes and high fives from Ole Miss fans, and they just are carrying pans of food. <laughs> like people just handing over entire pans of ribs and barbecue fans, and burgers mean. and whatnot. It, I, I feel bad for one guy in this scenario, the uh, the clubby, or that's what they call him in the minors anyway. But uh, what is it, the team manager that arranges post game meals and stuff like that? He or she probably did a ton of work. The team had some post-game meal ready to go, and all the players walk in with, with ribs and whatever those the heck are, else they those got. Those are college boys. They'll find the room, I promise. Hey, we started walking through all the regionals back in the uh, in the 4 o'clock hour. We made it all the way through the three seed. Well, let's keep going with that. Vanderbilt wins the Nashville Regional 3-0, and but it was not without some drama last night, playing Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech hit a home run in the 
bottom of the ninth inning with two outs to tie the game at nine. They got into the 11th. Vanderbilt scored five runs, including a grand slam from Isaiah Thomas. In the top of the 11th to go up 14-9. to uh, Georgia Tech able to get a couple of runs in the bottom of the 11th. Vanderbilt wins it 14-11. to So they had to work hard. And the Vanderbilt Regional is paired with the Greenville-North Carolina Regional, where East Carolina was impressive. They had Norfolk State, Charlotte, and Maryland. And East Carolina went it, through it 3-0. and yeah, they had a great scene hot, there as well. Too. Weren't they going into it, playing really well at the end of the year? No question. Charlotte was Played. one of the 20 host sites, too, so they got a tough draw. They did. So Vanderbilt and East Carolina next weekend in Nashville. That's pretty good. That is pretty darn good. I'll take that. Did Vanderbilt struggle this weekend? Like, Do you think they're vulnerable? Because our sentiment Friday was, look, I mean, that team's probably going to run right through to Omaha. But they had to work this weekend. They did. They absolutely had to work. Vanderbilt's got some dudes offensively. They can swing it. That is a pretty offensive ballpark. And look, I'm still going to, you know, if you're making me guess or bet, I'm betting on Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. But if it's 1-1 going into game three, all bets are off. All bets are off, yeah. Vandy is vulnerable in game three. The number five national seed is Arizona. They went through the uh, the Tucson Regional 3-0. They beat Grand Canyon 12-6. And then they beat UC Santa Barbara, relatively low scoring. And then had to beat UC Santa Barbara again last night. And they did. High Corbett Field which is the former minor league home of the Colorado Rockies and maybe one other team. Maybe the Indians played there as well. But that is now Arizona's home, and it is a big ballpark. 350 down the lines, 410 to straightaway center field. A bigger park than Swayze Field. And Arizona can swing it. Did you see the wind blowing yesterday there? Was it howling out? It was, it was out, and I mean, it was churning up so much infield dust that it's a it, hot wind. It was a video from somebody sitting in the stands, and a you dry wind, the dry, dry wind. wind. <laughs> you you couldn't see the catcher. Wind was blowing mm. infield dirt that it was that fast and that hard you could not see the catcher, and they were playing through it because that's you know that's weather there. What was it Saturday night against UCSB where uh, number twelve? I don't remember what his name was. The, uh, the pitcher for Arizona threw a complete game shutout. He's good. Left-hander. Got a nervous twitch in his left leg. You watch, it was hard to watch him pitch. <laughs> Two out, double into right center for Southern Miss, trailing 12-7 to in the top of the sixth inning. Told you Derek Diamond came in, got a pop-out and a ground-out, and then he gives up a double to right. Feels like Southern needs a run in this inning. Just one, but they need to... They need to run if they want to stay in this. Arizona waiting on the winner of this game. So either Ole Miss or Southern Miss is headed to the desert next weekend. And we somebody asked earlier about Super Regional schedule. We don't have it yet. It's either Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Somebody asked about Thursday. They don't do Thursday Super Regionals anymore. So they either start on Friday or on Saturday, and they go three days. 
And it's best two out of three to get to Omaha. So either Ole Miss or Southern Miss will travel to Tucson to take on Arizona. Uh, I feel like I've gotten out of order a little bit, but that's okay. Texas Tech wins the Lubbock Regional. They go through 3-0. and They beat Army and North Carolina and UCLA. Tim Tadlock's team is good. And they will play the winner. So they will host next weekend in Lubbock either Stanford or UC Irvine. Those two teams are playing tonight in Palo Alto. Irvine got a win yesterday. Uh, last night against Stanford to force a game seven. Let's see, what have we got left? Um, do we, Mississippi State and Notre Dame happening in Starkville next weekend. And that could be really, really, really good. Should be fun. the weather cooperates, the crowds will be insane. By the way, High Corbett Field that I announced seats 9,500. I don't know how many Ole Miss fans will make that trip. That's that's a tough trip. It's not an easy one. If they were playing at Arizona State, which obviously they're not, there's a direct flight from Memphis to Phoenix that might make that a little bit easier. But, I mean, I, I don't know what, five, six, seven hundred probably make the trip. Yeah, I'm sure you've got some alums scattered around Arizona, right? I mean, every college has alumni everywhere. Got a few, yeah. yeah. Got to be. Yeah. Probably got some Southern California folks that it's easy enough to make the trip over for. Um, LSU and Oregon coming up tonight. Winner take all. LSU and Oregon. Had to walk off Central Connecticut State, but here they are. Played well last night. I'm not sure what LSU does from a pitching standpoint tonight. I mean, just piece it together. And Paul Maneri said as much. He's like, I, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to try and piece it together with the bullpen. Like Campbell's coach last night, he he was asked, yeah, what's your plan on the mound tomorrow? And he laughed. He goes, you got any ideas? Because I don't know. Same with uh, VCU's coach Saturday night. He, reporter asked, what are you planning to do? He's like, uh, you got any eligibility? Hmm. <laughs> Games going on right now, Ole Miss and Southern Miss. Southern's got first and second with two out in the top of the sixth inning, trailing 12-7. to And Reed Trimble at the plate, two more home runs today. He has driven in four of Southern Miss's seven runs. Just just put him on. He's facing Derek Diamond. Do, do Do not seek the treasure. Just put him on. Oregon State currently leading Dallas Baptist 5-2. to that is in Fort Worth, and the winner of that regional will meet the winner of the Columbia-South Carolina regional where Old Dominion and Virginia are in a weather delay. They've not yet gotten started. Later tonight, Nebraska and Arkansas first pitch at 6 o'clock, so about half an hour from now. Oregon and LSU get started at 9 o'clock tonight. Stanford and UC Irvine get started at 9 o'clock tonight as well. So for the fourth consecutive night, I'm going to fall asleep with baseball on my television. Ceasefire text line, Borky, I know you're from South Carolina. Did you know much about Campbell? Uh, very little. I had a friend in high school go there to wrestle, and that's about it. Okay. It, it, for some reason, I mean, I, there's small colleges scattered around Mississippi and Alabama and Tennessee and stuff. I feel like North Carolina especially has just a plethora of small colleges all over the place. I and mean, when I was playing... 
football and golf, I, I'd get letters from colleges I've never heard of. Like, hey, we got a golf program at Carson Newman. It's like, I got a buddy named Carson and uh, Newman from Seinfeld. Isn't that in Alabama? No. Carson Newman's in South Carolina? North. North Carolina. Okay. It's it, it's weird. There's so many more. Like, we've got Mississippi College here, right? And the HBCUs and Delta State. There's. It feels like there's so many more over there for some reason. There's plenty here, though. Rust and William Carey and Blue Mountain. And there's a lot of little colleges all around the state. Hey, by the way, the forecast for Tucson starting on Friday. I'll give you Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Hot. No chance of rain. Highs of 105, 110, 111, and 112. It's a dry heat. There is a 1% chance of rain next Monday night in Tucson. That's the most you get the whole time. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. Bases loaded for Southern Miss. Trimble walks with two out in the sixth. This is Michael Watson, your Mississippi Secretary of State. This Tuesday, June 8th, is our Municipal General Election Day. Please remember to bring your ID, and don't forget, if you don't vote, you don't have a voice. Get to the polls this Tuesday and make sure your voice is heard. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Small business under siege. Annapolis, Maryland, site of the commencement ceremony for the Naval Academy. It was this past weekend and is usually a huge weekend for restaurants and bars. And with the coronavirus pandemic seemingly over in many people's minds, with the restrictions being pulled back, the customers were there, but not the employees. Brian Bolter owns the Red Red Wine Bar and Dry 85. We are struggling to fill all jobs that we have in this building, from back of the house to the front of the house, and it impacts customer service. People see open tables because we can't seat them. They're on a two-hour wait. The customer experience is terrible. It's harder on our employees, all because we cannot get people to come off the sidelines and work. Bolter says the big problem is generous unemployment benefits. Maryland right now is paying $35,000 a year for people to take the summer off. And so guess what? People are going to take the summer off. And we have jobs that pay that, and they're not taking them. And we have jobs that pay much more than that, and they're not taking those either. So if you're going to give an incentive for people to stay home and enjoy the summer, they're going to take it. Tushar Saxena, Fox News. When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hardworking men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. As the summer approaches, a lingering gas crunch is making driving expensive. But don't let gas prices put a damper on your plans because there's ways to save at the pump. Like if gas stations allow what the cash prices advertise without making the distinction apparent. And if you know the difference, head to the pump with some cash in hand. Another strategy is to pick one national chain that has stations everywhere. Open a credit card with that brand and make it your go-to service station. You can save much more this 
way. Also, use a gas app. Gas Buddy is the biggest and best known app for finding real-time prices, but there are others. The best way to save money on gas is to burn less of it, which you can do almost every time you drive with just some basic maintenance habits, like travel lighter, excess weight diminishes fuel economy, and more importantly, don't drive aggressively. Speeding and rapid starting and stopping are almost as bad for gas mileage as they are for your safety. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The municipal elections are coming up tomorrow, and former state GOP chair Lucian Smith says when he was serving, over 150 local elected Democrats chose to join the Republican Party. And the city governments are one of the few places where you still see some Democratic control. But I think we'll pick up a Republican seat in Tupelo. Um, you've already seen the mayor of Oxford go independent. I think the Toby Barker in Hattiesburg, who's who's a former Republican running as an independent, I think is in a good place. Lawmakers have yet to decide how they'll spend the $1.8 billion our state will receive from the federal government as part of the American Rescue Act. Senator Daniel Sparks is concerned about inflation. With all this money being pressed down from the federal government, we see it now. CPI is up. We see that um, cost of goods, cost of labor is up. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals. Existing C Spire customers. New C Spire customers. You might be saying existing and new customers? That's everybody. And we agree. That's why we call them the Everybody Deals. So whether you're a new or existing C Spire customer, get an everybody plan and make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. C Spire. New and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to cspire.com for details. This is Michael Watson, your Mississippi Secretary of State. This Tuesday, June 8th, is our Municipal General Election Day. Please remember to bring your ID, and don't forget, if you don't vote, you don't have a voice. Get to the polls this Tuesday and make sure your voice is heard. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Are we going to do this? Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, hey, mom, said the way you move. Gonna make you sweat. Gonna make you groove. After pitching on Saturday night and striking out a career-high 16, Ole Miss goes back to Doug Nikhazy with the bases loaded in the top of the sixth inning. He throws three pitches and gets a strikeout to get out of the jam. So they're headed to the bottom of the sixth. Ole Miss 12, Southern Miss 7. I wonder how far you go with Doug Nikhazy now. Uh, Give him an inning, see what happens. One more inning, then go to Broadway. 
But I get at the same time, if Ole Miss could somehow like break it open here and push it out to ten again, you could just go ahead and pull him. Yeah. Yeah, if they score a few runs here, I don't know, go to West Burton or something, try to steal three outs, and then bring in Broadway. Yeah. Broadway was not available yesterday. Uh, had some soreness, but oh. uh, was back good. Well, I mean, that's that. Uh, yeah. like two of the he last three times he's pitched. Row, right? yeah. they, they've said that. So Ole Miss leads things off in the bottom of the sixth inning now. With uh, Peyton Schottenye, and he flies out to center field. Hunter Stanley still on the mound for Southern Miss. He has now gone two and a third. He's given up two hits and three earned runs. You had the um, two-run home run from Calvin Harris off of Stanley. Ole Miss, 12 runs, nine hits, no errors, one man left on base. Southern Miss, seven runs, eight hits, no errors, five men left on base, three of them in the last half inning. And you got Kevin Graham at the plate and Tim Elko on deck. Um, Lonnie says WCES update, please. What is that? He's at, well, he mistyped earlier. He was looking for the Women's College World Series update. Oklahoma beat James Madison. I just saw that. They're, they're playing it. <laughs> no idea. Somebody asked if you guys saw the. Um, Home run Rob from South Alabama earlier today. Yeah, it was incredible. That's a, it was incredible absolutely pitch. incredible. Yeah. Guy went over the fence and brought it back. Yeah. Kevin Graham doubles the opposite way. One out double for Graham. Man, Nikhazy, it, it's mental with that kid. I mean, and the same thing happened a couple days ago. So they're playing a tight game and his offense stunk, right? Ole Miss was awful offensively, against Florida State. Just awful. And he gives up two home runs in the fifth, right, to relinquish the lead. And in that moment, you kind of felt like, with the way they were swinging it, they're not winning this game now. And he strikes out the next batter and then puts up two more zeros. It's like, even when it goes poorly for him, he still is able to execute. Most mentally strong pitcher that, I mean, I've... I've Paid close attention to, anyway. I have, I, I mean, before I could even ask the question, we got an answer to it. After the double by Kevin Graham, Tim Elko comes to the plate. My question was going to be, do you walk him with first base open? They walked him with first base open. I walk him with the bases loaded. Now do you pinch? He's not getting the, the, the swing again. Do you pinch run for him? They did not. Mm, nice play there by the right fielder for Southern Miss. Kind of a diving, sliding catch to take a base hit away from Justin Bench. So two out with first and second in the bottom of the sixth. How about that? Bright sunshine, blue skies. I mean, like shadows going along with the outfielders as they're running. In Oxford? Yes. It's pouring here. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Trey and Grenada says, any mention of COVID-positive John Rahm at the Memorial? We've not talked about that. John Rahm, after firing a third-round 64 and walking off the course with a six-shot lead on Saturday, was immediately notified by a PGA Tour rules official that he had tested positive for COVID-19. It is my understanding that John Rahm 
has not been vaccinated. So he had the close contact with somebody, right, that put him in the protocol. He then went and got the vaccine. (laughs) Well, I mean, better late than never, I guess. I guess. It just cracks me up that, you know, it was a... uh... It was like it was about a what a one point six million dollar decision. Yeah, million two something like that. I, I don't know what the winner share was at the memorial. Um, somewhere around but, that number. And, and his reaction, I mean, you saw him like he just bent over at the waist, like you got to be kidding me. So he was in the testing protocol because of close contact, and had tested negatively, like, what, four or five days in a row? But the test that he had taken on Friday came back on Saturday positive. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, it's... Ground ball out to end the inning. So the decision to walk Elko turns out to be a good one. Still a five-run game through six, headed to the seventh. So you you bring back Nikhazy to, to get three outs and then turn it over. I mean, depending on. on how efficient he is. I mean, if he if he gets three outs on fifteen pitches, why wouldn't you run him back out for the eighth? Yeah, true. He is your best pitcher. If he's feeling good, then. And if you play on Friday night, you probably don't start him game one. If you play on Saturday, you're fine to start him game one. You don't think you could still start him? Game one, even pitching Sunday, and that is twice in one weekend, but still, I mean. I mean, that's throwing 119 pitches on Saturday and then coming back on Monday and throwing what? We'll see what it is, 30, when it's all said and done. And then you go back, you you want to start him Friday night? I mean, you want the, you want the best Doug Nikhazy. Yeah. So whether it's game one where you'd love to get game one in the series or it's in game two where you're either trying to get a win to go to the College World Series or stave off elimination. Of course, Derek Diamond threw today as well. I don't know. Not much, though. Not enough to disrupt anything. You may think I'm crazy. If you decide not to start Derek Diamond and or uh, not to start Doug McKenzie in game one, I might run Tyler Myers out for game one. Now that's interesting. I don't think there's any... I mean, whatever the order is, if you go three games, I think Tyler Myers is starting one of the three. Should he's earned that the way he's pitched the past couple weekends? Yeah. You'd maybe consider keeping him TBA. It's, uh, so Nikhazy's back out. When they go to the seventh... Or I guess they go to the bottom of the inning. Do you think USM might go to Walker Powell at this point? He was in the bullpen earlier. Maybe so. He was throwing. He wasn't just down there. It was funny. I had the volume up during the break, and uh, Kyle Peterson said, didn't expect to see Doug Nikhazy today. Didn't think that was in the plans. And then when I saw him running to the bullpen with his spikes on, I figured it wasn't just to go hang out. <laughs> Should listen to Sports Talk Mississippi, Kyle. We could have told you that he was going to pitch today. Yeah. Southern Miss has Christopher Sargent up to lead off the inning, then it's Ewing, and then Danny Lynch. Four, five, and six in the order. Sargent is 0 for 2, Ewing is 1 for 2 with a home run, and Danny Lynch is 1 for 3. 
then McGillis would follow. Somebody said, uh, is the 9 o'clock time for LSU Central time? If not, why so late? Yeah, it's 9 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock West Coast. There's a ground out to third for the first out of the seventh. I feel like we're going to watch along. I mean, what else is there to do right now, I guess? What else are we going to do at this point? I mean, I'm open to ideas. On that, I kind of feel like anybody that actually is listening and not listening to the game is interested in the game at this point. On that ROM deal, though, on one hand, if you know what what your protocol is, and you know, I guess a lot of people have been doing the well. He gets what he deserves for not getting vaccinated. But on the other hand, he's a young twenty six year old. I don't know. I'm not going to shame him for that. But don't you think the tour could have accommodated him somehow? I mean, they got the positive test before the round was over and let him finish. So why was yeah. it why was it safe to let him finish with two players on Saturday and play with two players after getting a positive result and not playing with one player on Sunday knowing what you know and in a sport that is by nature socially distant keeping him away from people they could have absolutely done that twitter would have melted down which is probably why they didn't but in real life i think most people would have been okay with that yeah no idea i mean he's obviously already been around his caddy he's obviously already been around the other players so maybe it was okay but yeah i mean just I mean, play solo on sunday has everybody around him been vaccinated? I mean, seems like that would be a relevant question as well. I don't know. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. We will wrap it up when we come back on this Monday. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3, on Super Talk Mississippi. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. Teenagers in Oklahoma who looked out for a friend make today's Dean's List. Price Jackson and Kieran English from Muskogee, Oklahoma, went out of their way to check on fellow student Madison Moore, who has Down syndrome. Starting in kindergarten, Price and Kieran made a point to eat lunch or walk with her if they saw that Madison was alone. During field trips, they would stand by her side or even hold her hand. They say they don't see Madison as someone with challenges. She's family. And as a thank you for helping their daughter out all of these years, Madison's dad posted a photo on social media of all of the friends at their high school graduation. The caption read, These two fine young men have watched out and have been friends with my daughter since kindergarten. Kieran says if we had a world full of people like Madison, it would be a better place. She has overcome so much and is an inspiration. 
Thank you to the Three Musketeers, Price, Kieran, and Madison. You all made the Dean's List. Janice Dean, Fox News. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm and on your smart device with the Super Talk app. You're proud to call Mississippi home, and we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. As the summer approaches, a lingering gas crunch is making driving expensive. But don't let gas prices put a damper on your plans because there's ways to save at the pump. Like if gas stations allow what the cash prices advertise without making the distinction apparent. And if you know the difference, head to the pump with some cash in hand. Another strategy is to pick one national chain that has stations everywhere. Open a credit card with that brand and make it your go-to service station. You can save much more this way. Also, use a gas app. Gas Buddy is the biggest and best-known app for finding real-time prices, but there are others. The best way to save money on gas is to burn less of it, which you can do almost every time you drive with just some basic maintenance habits, like travel lighter. Excess weight diminishes fuel economy, and more importantly, don't drive aggressively. Speeding and rapid starting and stopping are almost as bad for gas mileage as they are for your safety. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. of America's music. This is Super Talk Mississippi, streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. Come on, Super Talk Mississippi. Check the fire. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Fairly popular online saying for games that are crazy. You guys know what it is, don't you? This game is drunk. Uh. A combined 10 home runs today between Southern Miss and Ole Miss. Most recently, solo shot for the Golden Eagles. Danny Lynch goes deep. And it is a four-run game. That one was off of Doug Nikhazy. It is 12-8 in the top of the seventh inning. Game's not drunk. It's on crystal meth. <laughs> that good Breaking Bad powder blue stuff. Mm. Borky, you mentioned this a second ago. They put a graphic up on ESPN. 
28 games for Tim Elko prior to the ACL injury. He was hitting 340 with a 660 slugging percentage. Was hitting hitting a home run every 11.8 at bats. In the 18 games since his return, he's hitting 302. So the average is down a bit. Slugging percentage is up to 791, and he's hitting a home run every 6.1 at bats. Pretty good. If that is fair, that is gone. That is fair, and are you kidding? It is gone. Unbelievable. It is now 12 to 9. What? What, <laughs> what is happening? McGillis, Will McGillis is now homered in four straight games in the regional for the Golden oh. Eagles, and it is a three run game. How big is Nikhazy getting that strikeout there at the, in the Huge. Last game? I mean, they had gotten anything in this. Oh, my gosh. Huge. So that's six and seven in the lineup for Southern Miss that have gone back to back. And now Blake Johnson is coming to the plate and he has a home run. Greg and Jackson says, and if what if they had walked Elmo earlier? Well, but the bases were loaded. Apparently there's going to be a review as to whether or not that home run was fair or foul. That's a tough call to make with the camera angles. Yeah. We get a message that says, Mississippi boys can swing the bat, including state. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no shot that they can overturn that, right? Yeah, I just, I tend to defer to the umpire who is straddling the foul line looking straight down the line. I mean, there aren't going to be many people with a better view than that. You saw the reaction from the Southern Miss bullpen, as you would expect. They all thought it was fair. I don't know how you overturn a ball that's high, that high in the air over the foul pole. It's too high. Hmm. Baseball, My man. guess is that you would like cool. to try and get one more out here with Doug Nikhazy in the seventh, and then he's done. Are there two down? Oh, my God. That's back-to-back home runs with two out. Uh, I mean, it was it was ground out, ground out, home run to right, home run to left. And the home run that Danny Lynch hit was a one-two pitch, and the home run that McGillis hit was a full count pitch. <laughs> How do you like postseason baseball in Mississippi? What a game! And, I mean, there is a ton of credit that has to go around in this game. Both teams deserve a ton of credit. Wow. Oh. In Fort Worth, Dallas Baptist just hit a grand slam to take a 6-5 lead. Good call. Quick scoreboard check. Game's going on right now. 6-5 now? Yeah. They were down 5-2. South Florida leading it six to three over Alabama to, over South Alabama top of the ninth inning. Jaguars will bat in the bottom of the ninth. Old Dominion and Virginia still in a weather delay. Call on the field is upheld. It is a home run for Southern Miss. It is twelve to nine in Oxford. Nebraska and Arkansas get started in five minutes. Oregon and LSU get started at nine. Stanford and UC Irvine get started at nine. 
Porky, there's a question. Are you going live tonight? It depends, honestly. Uh, if not, definitely in the morning, though. It just kind of depends on uh, how much I can get done at the house tonight. If Southern wins, Luke Johnson needs to go live tonight. Somebody said, so what happens if Ole Miss wins? If Ole Miss wins, they go to Tucson, Arizona to play Arizona in a Super Regional. That's the stakes. It's a winner-take-all game in Game 7 of the Oxford Regional. Winner-take-all tonight in Fayetteville. Winner-take-all tonight in Eugene, Oregon. Winner-take-all whenever they get started in Columbia, South Carolina. Winner-take-all in Stanford. Love kind it. of fun going on this ride with you guys today. It's not done yet. Top of the seventh. Ole Miss leading 12-9 over Southern Miss. We will talk to you tomorrow. Think we know what the Super Regionals are going to look like. Have a great night. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. We'll talk to you tomorrow. a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.